participation. Uh, I do want to let you know that today's program is brought to you by our good friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. UFC 300 is here. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, is giving new customers a shot to turn five buccarinos into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any UFC 300 bet. So uh, there's a lot of close fights. Jamal Hill, Alex Pereira is a close one. Um, one that is of interest to me, Kayla Harrison, Holly Holm going the distance. Um, obviously, Zhang Wei Li is a big favorite. The biggest favorite on the card is actually Bo Nickel against Cody Brundage. That may not be a surprise to you. Uh, so there's a lot of interesting things on this card. And the place to be for it all is DraftKings Sportsbook. So go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code Hour. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code DMAR. The crown is yours. Gambling Pronco 100 Gambler or in West Virginia, visit www.100gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resorts in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance, cdkng.com slash MMA.com, yes. Uh, for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Obviously, it's UFC 300 week in Las Vegas. Friday, also in Las Vegas, it's the second PFL event of the season. Had a great start on Thursday. Uh, Dakota Cheva with a solid win. You had Moldovsky on there. You had a bunch of... Uh, former Bellator fighters Liz Carmouche getting a win as well in her PFL debut. And so I want to let you know that the PFL is back on April 12th with the lightweights and light heavyweights throwing it down. Last week it was the women's flyweights and the heavyweights. You've got names like Impa Kasangane, who of course uh, won the 2023 light heavyweight tournament. You also have Clay Collard and Bellator, former champ, one Patricky Pitbull is uh, is going to be on the card against Clay Collard. So if you're in Vegas for 300, go check him out. If you're at home, check him out over on ESPN2 and ESPN+. Uh, Plus. That is Friday, April 12th, live at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. It's the Mixed Martial Arts Hour with... Welcome to another edition of your favorite mixed martial arts program. I'm Ariel Hawani, and I am in rainy Manchester. Yes, for the first time ever, we are coming to you live and on direct from Europe, and in particular, the UK, and in particular, Treble City. 
Manchester. Yes, we're painting the town blue and red. We are here for the prime Misfits card on Saturday, live on DAZONE. And this is unbelievable because uh, if you only knew what we did to set this all up. Yes, I know back in Dallas we had the nice open workout set up, but you know what? Sometimes you have to humble yourself and you got to do it from your kitchenette in your hotel room. But my friends, we are doing big things here live from Manchester. And I do have to give a shout out right off the bat to GC, who is here with me, and you will see him, you will hear from him uh, in a moment's time. He has somehow pulled this all off. I wish I could turn the tables on this camera and show you what we have did in this very tiny room, uh, and it's, it's a masterstroke. So shout out to GC, well done to him. Shout out to Mysterious Frank, who has been, I mean, working day and night. He went to the studio this morning, I kid you not, at 3.30 a.m. Eastern time, for some reason, much to our chagrin, we tried to convince him not to do it, but he said, no, I must do it. I must be there. I must sit in the control room for 10 hours just to make sure everything was okay. So shout out to Frank. Shout out to the whole team back in New York City who helped make this happen. Of course, Corporate Alex, Joe, everyone back there, we appreciate you very, very much. And so we have pulled this off. We are here. We are live. I'm so excited to be in Manchester. Like I said, I've only been here uh, twice before and both times for less than 24 hours. 2017, the pay-per-view interview, the uh, the, the much maligned pay-per-view interview with one Conor McGregor after the Eddie Alvarez win. And then, of course, uh, back in August of last year, I came for the Forest City game. As always, we are presented by our good friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. They are the official sports betting partner of not only this program, but the UFC as well. Please download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. And if you are a first-time user, use the code DMAR, and we'll hook you up. Well, more so, they'll hook you up because they're good people. So please support them because they support us. Now, uh, today on the program, like I said, we're live from the UK. It's 6.05, guys. I finally get to say that it's, you know, because I, I always do put the GMT BST time zone, but I'm actually living in it, coming to you guys from this uh, lovely hotel room. So that's very exciting. Um, back into the show, we'll get the Parlay Pals' picks for this weekend. Sadiq Youssef, Edson Barbosa. Uh, who else we got? Of course, the Prime Misfits card. I don't know if those lines are available just yet. We will get uh, an actual confirmation on that back end of the program. And uh, October 14th, yeah, that's pretty much the big stuff, right? Is there anything else that's big on a, just, uh, Let me just see here. Uh, it's mainly just UFC, right? KSW, little Cage Warriors action, some Tim Sue action against Brian Mendoza. But those are the big daddies. So we'll get their picks later on the program. Uh, prior to that, we're going to be joined by the co-founder of Misfits Boxing, Mams Taylor, who's a fascinating guy with a fascinating backstory. And uh, I got a lot of questions to him about this crossover boxing scene, about Dylan Dennis, about the event on Saturday, sold out 21,000 people at the AO Arena here in Manchester, where crossover boxing was essentially born uh, some, what, almost six years ago, or more than six years ago. So we'll be joined in studio right over here in our little uh, kitchenette studio by the great Mams Taylor. He's going to join us of uh, Misfits Boxing. Prior to that, Platinum Mike Perry, who's also here in Manchester, is going to stop by as well. It's going to be great. We have a door right over there. We don't know who's going to show up, but uh, Mike Perry is going to join us to talk about being the backup fighter. Will he fight on Saturday? Uh, is he going to replace Dylan Dennis? Dylan is here and I think doing a great job of uh, promoting the event while on the ground, the lie detector test, all that stuff and more. I just came 
from the open workouts. I saw a little tag team boxing. I was uh, on there on the DAZN boxing show with my guy, Ade Oladipo, uh, who's doing a great job of uh, hosting. It's not easy doing that for all those hours. So um, the vibes are tremendous. People are excited. You can feel the buzz in the air, and it's uh, it's very cool to to be here. Everything's okay with the stream? I, I haven't heard from Frank. He hasn't chimed in. Frank, you're okay? Everything good Everything's there? great, man. Just waiting yeah. for uh, GC to chime in. Yeah, GC is here. Uh, he's picking up his microphone, so please excuse the noise. He's going to drag that off the floor there. Yes. Yeah, it's nice and cozy in here, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just for a frame of reference, uh, we're about three feet apart. I'm just sitting right here, uh, just just across the table. Yeah, That's you about can't, all the room we have. Can't see you. I'm watching the stream, so I'm delayed. But yes, it's possible that they were able to see you. Um, oh, no, I think I, I think I got in perfectly. Oh, you got in? Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the stream looks great. Everything looks great. Uh, I'm very, very happy about all of this. Uh, great uh, custom intros you like to do. Well done. Uh, in fact, we actually almost didn't make it. Uh, we've we've escaped some potential tragedies <laughs> twice on today's uh, uh, voyage to get to this point on this adventure. Uh, when we got here in the morning and we were setting up, we had a, a power strip, which uh, GC plugged into an adapter, which is what you should do. Here is said power strip. It's not burning hot anymore. And uh, the moment he plugged it in, the whole freaking thing exploded and the power went out in the room. Why that is, I'm still not quite sure. Oh, thank you for that, Frank. That's very kind of you. Why that is, I'm still not quite sure. Why do you think that that happened, GC? I don't know. It has to be something with the voltage. I mean, I think... Now, I was going to say, I thought you could see where like it's like charred right here on, on the end of it. I, I don't know. It has to be something with the voltage because... I mean, we, I thought we shut the whole hotel down for a second and we had people from the lobby coming in, trying to fix it. They couldn't fix it. They're talking about how they need to bring in maintenance. We had multiple people come in. I mean, we're talking about not even having the show. It was getting, it was getting very dicey. It was getting very dicey, dicey. Absolutely. Oof. And uh, yes, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for Frank. that. Thank you for that, Frank. I was you like, had, what, you had already been at the studio for four hours at by that the time point. that happened. Yeah. And then uh, you guys yes. went dark for about an hour. Like, look, I'm going to let them cook and figure this out, but um, well, it's we also watching the news, make sure. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was, I was just going to say, we someone cooks for us, we had to go get breakfast. Yeah, no, it was a nice English breakfast. We'll get to that. Um, just to fast forward about the second uh, potential disaster that we uh, averted, like around 45 minutes ago, GC said, I'm going to go get changed quick shower i mean we we came in on the red eye shout out to virgin atlantic shout out they, they did a great job first time flying with them i believe maybe back in the day i flew with them once but uh it was a fantastic experience out of jfk and uh, gc you know a little bit late coming back and tells me that his steamer yeah steamer. so so yeah i said i'd be back in 10 minutes i go uh i shower the man we think this is small. My hotel room is oh, yeah? maybe half this size. Uh, that that might be being generous. Uh, no door on the shower. Oh yeah, uh, I love that, that. That was an interesting thing. Uh, so yeah, steam the clothes to you know to unwrinkle them, look fresh, uh, look like they just came out of the dry cleaners. Uh, so I plugged in the steamer and got the same thing, except this was internal in the steamer. Started sparking uh, like fire, and then started smoking. It was it was a whole thing. Had to rip it out of the wall. Uh, but crisis averted. It was. It was okay in the end, but the steamer is now broken. The steamer's broken. Is it your own steamer? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm You're a big steamer to... guy? Oh, huge steamer guy. Yeah. Haven't ironed anything in years. Just steam? Strictly steam. Wow. Were you steaming this outfit that you're wearing? No, I, could, I never got to steam it. Oh. This, this is just it, lucky. It, this, is, this is luck of the draw here, pulling it, it just, out of the suitcase. It looks fantastic. Uh, you'll see what he's wearing. It's very apropos, as per usual. We went to the classic football 
uh, kit shop earlier today. Got a nice uh, jersey for my son, a Jude Bellingham jersey. So, like I said, a lot has been accomplished, and uh, I think this is going to be a fun ride. I think this is going to be a fun ride. Frank, uh, do you want to address why you decided to show up at 3.30? Um, tool tickets for Madison Square Garden went on sale at 10 a.m., and I couldn't be messing around with the show's needs at that time. Oh, so, so this is strictly a self Because initially you said you were doing it because you were feeling nervous about the show. Yeah, I mean, that, uh, that was just to um, be a team player. But once you started hassling me about it, I had to let the truth come out. You had to come clean. It's okay, my 18th enough. show. Yeah, I wasn't about to jeopardize You got and... the tickets. Oh, I did. Nice. Nice. Pretty penny? Uh, yeah, which is unfortunate because they're playing two nights. And I'm like, I can only swing one right now. Well done. Well done. By the way, I'm looking at the stream, and uh, first time I noticed this, because I see everyone's like finally giving up hope that uh, Twitter's going to go back to Twitter. Do we have to lose the little blue bird guy, or... Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, we need to update it I to see the black the X. Yeah. The black X is so ugly. It is X, The blue, yeah, the blue I feel bird like every is... time someone addresses Twitter these days, they're just like, uh, you know, on Twitter, is it X? Do, they, do yeah, we call it X We now? do that whole thing. I mean, technically, it's X. The, it the, X. the blue bird just kind of smacked me in the face over there. Um, this is uh, in the shot, so let me get rid of this. Okay, so we have a lot to get to. And, of course, uh, yesterday on the plane, um, I found out and uh, was able to confirm that uh, Alex Volkanovsky is now fighting at UFC 294 against Issa Mahacha for the lightweight title in just 10 days time. We're going to get to all that in a moment, but I do want to uh, say one other quick thing right off the top. Uh, I appreciate everyone who has been so kind in reaching out to me about Monday's show. Uh, and in particular, those on our Substack. Uh, what a positive place that that Substack has become like this oasis of positivity. It's, it's, uh, it's really remarkable. And so I really do appreciate it. Um, and I appreciate the people who may have, uh, respectfully disagreed with anything I've said on the show or on social media and uh, go about it in a respectful way. Uh, unfortunately, there's a ton of people who don't do that. And I'm not trying to convince those people or anyone when I talk about how I'm feeling. I'm just letting you know how I'm feeling. And uh, I don't think that there are enough people in my position who come from uh, where I come from and who have my beliefs and uh, faith who are comfortable enough expressing how they are feeling. So I'm not trying to convince anyone. I'm not trying to debate anyone. I'm just letting you know how uh, I am feeling. And I appreciate people being receptive to that. Uh, it's definitely been a very, very hard time. And it's hard to uh, honestly get excited about even things like this. I'll be honest. I won't say this on DAZN, but it was hard to leave yesterday. It was hard to leave my family. It was hard to leave my wife. It was hard to not feel guilty about leaving. And it's hard to feel like anything is important when things like what is happening in Israel are happening. Um, but just like a lot of you said, Monday's show is an escape. Uh, this show is an escape for me as well. And so I appreciate everyone being sensitive to that and understanding that there are things happening every day around the world. And it's hard to feel connected to all of them. But this is one that means a lot to me. And I, I'd like to think that we have a kinship after all these years. And if you don't care, you're 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 just indulging me if you do care you're open to my viewpoint and uh ultimately i'd like to think like i said on monday everyone who is a part of this community that we have all agrees on one thing and that is that everyone wants peace and harmony and no one wants to see innocent lives lost um and so let's hope that those days are coming in the very near future and that we can uh 
move past all this, even though right now it's, it's very hard to stomach. So, um, wanted to get that off my chest and I feel always compelled anytime I do something now that I, I have to say something like that because I don't want to come across as insensitive to anyone. Um, so I do appreciate you listening to me and you understanding where I'm coming from. And I do feel before I move on once and for all today off this topic, I do feel like I need to reiterate my point from Monday, which is that everyone who believes in what I believe in believes that Palestinian people are good people who deserve freedom, who deserve to have their own state, who deserve to have everything that everyone else wants. Uh, we do not believe in terrorism, terrorist groups. We don't believe in Hamas. And I think that most sane people understand the distinction and no one wants to see innocent people uh, lose their lives or be tortured or be held hostage. No one wants to see that. I don't know why I feel the need to reiterate that, but I do. And uh, that is important for me as well. My heart goes out to everyone in Israel right now. Um, last night, we're on the plane, and uh, I can't get on the internet, and I'm obsessed with the internet right now. I'm obsessed with social media because of what's happening in Israel, and I, I can't get on the internet for like the first hour and a half, so I'm giving props to Virgin Atlantic, but the Wi-Fi was a little dicey-dicey, if I'm being honest. And then finally, I get on the internet, and now I don't even know what time it is, because like when you're you know, flying over the Atlantic, the time zones get all screwy mid-flight. And I get a text from my nephew, Jared, who texts me, is Oliveira uh, out of the fight? Excuse me. Yes, is Oliveira out of the fight? Um, and I'm like, what? So then I quickly go on Twitter and I see a post. I do want to give a shout out to, do you know the name of the podcast? It's yeah, the Underdogs Podcast. The Underdogs Podcast. They were the first ones to report that Charles Oliveira. Oliveira and Mike Perry coming in. And yes, that's right, Mike Perry. He has is he a newsbreaker? Is he a part of it? Yes, yeah, he's on it. He's on it frequently. He's like a co-host on it. I can't say if he's a co-host or not, but he is on it frequently. All right. Well, shout out to Mike Perry. Um, they reported that Charles Oliveira was out and that Alex Volkanovsky was in. And at this point, we're talking eleven days before the fight. Um, shortly thereafter, Dana White is doing his post-fight press conference at the Contender Series, and he confirms that it is happening. Charles Oliveira suffered a cut over his eye in his final sparring session, and as a result, they called up Alex Volkanovsky. No hesitation whatsoever, I'm told. 11 days notice, coming off of hand surgery after his win, over, uh, you know, the win, uh, my mind is mush right now. His win, I don't even, oh, Yair Rodriguez, back on July 8th, um, comes off of hand surgery, says he was going to go to Abu Dhabi, ends up going to Abu Dhabi, takes this fight against arguably the best fighter in the world right now, pound for pound, as Samachachev, a lot of people believe that, and they rematch the fight that happened back in February that was so damn close and so damn thrilling. And so it's going down. It's the main event of UFC 294. In case you have been living under a rock, this is actually happening. I spoke to Volkanovsky. He told me no hesitation whatsoever. In fact, uh, he gave me a quick quote here. What a legend he is. Balls of steel. Didn't hesitate at all. It really excites me. It's meant to be. No better man to take a job like this. And then I asked him when he was allowed to start sparring and using his hand. Fully medically cleared, he said, I was allowed to start sparring less than a month ago. I was able to grapple and wrestle a couple of weeks before, though. What a freaking legend. How many guys are taking this opportunity? So he's moving up to 155. 
And obviously, it's a bummer for Charles Oliveira, and a lot of people were looking forward to that fight. He, he's he's supremely popular, um, but unfortunately, that opportunity isn't going to come. So there's a few dominoes here. Number one, Alex Volkanovsky was in talks to fight in Toronto in January against Ilya Teporia. Now, they had never really finalized that just yet. That was still like kind of in the works, so to speak. But I asked... Volkanovsky's manager, Ashbel Castro, who you've seen on this show before, all right, does this mean Toronto is off the table? He said, no, Toronto's not off the table. Eight weeks later, we'll be good to go. So what I'm told is the UFC's current hope and plan is, and, and maybe you're playing with fire a little bit, if, if Alex Volkanovsky wins the belt and beats Issam Makhachev and is healthy and is good to go, he is ready and willing and open to fighting Ilya Teporia in Toronto. That is yet to be officially announced as a location, but in the January pay-per-view, and we all assume it's Toronto, and a lot of people have said it's Toronto. And that's what people are saying internally. If he loses, there is an option on the table to have Teporia fight Max Holloway. And if it means that he's going to be out for an extended period of time, then perhaps that will be for an interim title. So as you can see, there's a lot going on here. But I want people in Toronto to know, or whomever was planning on going to that January pay-per-view, that just because Alex is taking this fight on 11 days' notice against Islam doesn't necessarily mean he is out of the fight in two months. Now, we just went through this with DDP. Two months isn't exactly a ton of time, but who knows what happens on October the 21st. I'm telling you what is being discussed right now. So that's the first part of this Abu Dhabi kind of mess. I would say that a lot of people, while they are... Um, you know, excited. Some are bummed that Charles isn't fighting. Now, there's a small group of people out there, we have to be honest, who are saying, what about Mateus Gamrot? This is the next step. Mateus Gamrot is the backup fighter. Um, why isn't he getting this opportunity? Well, I asked his manager, Dan Lambert, about that, and he said, there's no issues there. They know the score. They're prepared to be the backup fighter if someone misses weight, if someone isn't ready to go on fight week. But it, you know they they understand that with enough time, if they could get someone like Volkanovski, they're cool. He's still the backup fighter, and you know he hopes that this gets him a title shot next. But he doesn't feel slighted. He doesn't feel offended. Uh, they get it, and so much respect to them for getting it and for understanding that the Volkanovski rematch is the bigger fight. So that's the second part of the scenario. Now we've got a third part, which doesn't pertain to the main event, and that is the Paulo Costa situation. Paulo Costa was on the show on Monday. You could tell that he was a little bit exasperated. He was sweating. He was trying to, I think, send a message to the world that despite the elbow injury, he is good to go and he wants to fight Hamza Chemaev. He even said today on Twitter, I'm good to go. I want to fight. Uh, what I've heard is that the UFC has approached several people and they're looking for a plan B. Is he officially ruled out as of right this second? No. Is it looking promising? No. Uh, have crazier things happened? Yes. And so we have to wait and see. Uh, Jared Cannonier was an option. I'm told he's no longer an option. Um, Marvin Vittoria has tweeted about it. Roman Delice has tweeted about it. Daniel Cormier has said they're working on something crazy. All of this very much in the works. Hamzat's going to fight on the card. He's got to. I wish it was against Paulo Costa. That, to me, was the people's main event. Um, but right now, it's a little bit up in the air. So that's all that we know as of right this second regarding the chief support. 
for UFC 294, dare I say the co-main event, or dare I say the double headliner, dare I say the people's main event, you decide. And then, of course, the main event as well. So a lot going on in the world of MMA, and I'm sure you have a few questions about it all. And so without further ado, time now for everyone's favorite segment of the week. It is time... It's time for a good old-fashioned Q&A, MMA fans. It's a good old-fashioned Q&A. Ladies and gentlemen, the moment has arrived. Uh, I just read someone in the chat say Tool is bad. Why why would you say that? Why would you repeat what they said? Oh, actually, he said Tool is dope. That means that's good, right? Depending on what generation you're from. Because here he is, Uh, Ariel Helwani. That's corrected me. Yes. The credit actually goes to the Overdogs podcast. Uh, what'd you say, the underdogs? I could have sworn I said over, but I mean, we can always go back and check the tape. But uh, Rick, 101% sure we said underdogs. So right. uh, yeah, proper accreditation. Thank you. There. Yeah, overdogs. no, we're all about crediting people. That, that that right there is akin to the credit under the initial tweet, what you just did. Yeah, I think that is. <laughs> that, that I tried was... to get you in the first tweet. You went with the you went with the yeah. uh, the happy punch. Shout route. out, shout out, Mike Perry. Shout out, Mac Malley. Yeah, all yeah, yeah, all those guys. Well, well, I, well, Mike Perry will have something to say about it <laughs> in the uh, the kitchen. I, I, you know, someone in the chat I just saw said that this uh, setup looks like our old setup. Um, is New York uh-huh. there? I'm here. Yeah, uh, New York Creek. Doesn't this feel like the old um, across the street from B and H, thirty fourth Street? like spaceship set up with the gray do you remember that as soon as I'm like, as soon as i saw you i thought yes uh broom closet uh studio yes. on 34th street it's, it's crazy, also the right? angle it's the angle of the shot as well that's contributing to it ah uh, there he is near crick how are you so lovely to see you i'm good um <laughs> I, I love how you're watching. The I'm stream. watching the wrong stream. <laughs> He's been up for like 45 <laughs> seconds. Did all the uh, setup for you. New York trick. Uh, I should be looking at the Zoom. My bad. My bad. Uh, it's so great. Um, but yes, we're we're wait. on the same page. We're on the same page for sure. Scale one to ten. Where uh, and you know we can we can we can um, you know pull the room. Where's the FOMO levels right now? I mean, does anyone have major FOMO about us being here and you guys not? Or you know, we'll start with you, New York Rick. Avoiding, you know, um, outlet fires and other things like that. So far, I'm at like a three out of 10 FOMO. But as the week goes on and Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of uh, action and excitement and fun and hangs, that's where it'll it'll creep up. But right now, I'm just happy to have avoided um, the catastrophes that you also narrowly avoided. Yeah, I I mean, on the flip side of that, I'm I am looking out a window right now at beautiful rainy Manchester. Uh, if that changes things, I mean, we are right in the heart of the city. Just have to rub it in, huh? Yeah, Frank. Uh, what I about just you? Frank is feeling it. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I'm heartbroken. Yeah, okay. Frank's, Frank is actually living on UK time all week. That's why he went into the studio at 3 a.m. He has that much FOMO. I just I can't believe it. Next time. Yeah. Well, uh, Frank, we wish you were here. We've had. Uh, We've had a a fantastic, yeah, breakfast. Yes, we had a traditional English breakfast. It was great. We were thinking about you the whole time. Yes, for the rest of the week. Don't call Mm -hmm. it Manchester. Call it Madchester, and then I'll be happy. Why? I've actually, I've actually been calling it the Chester. That's what the locals seem to call it. They all say they all refer to it as the Chester. I I heard someone say that you are a. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this word. Uh Oh, am I? They said you're not a good person if you call it the Chester. 
Wow. Oh. They like Treble City. That's what I've been told. I was I was mixing with the locals in my many trips to the mall across the street today. Okay. Uh, went several times. <laughs> I was the Chester. I, I was boots on the ground, man, on the street, <laughs> and I every murmur I heard was great to be back in the Chester. Right. Uh, you know, first by the way, first the time Ch- for you in Chester's on fire. The UK first time ever. It's amazing. I was so thrown off when oh yeah we got in the car this morning. Driver on the right side. We almost got run over. Cars on the other side. I mean, there's been a I lot mean, there was a of trolley beer. that yes. came very yes. close to yeah eliminating us both. But that English breakfast was something else. English breakfast was great. I mean, what, we had the roasties. The, the roasties. Oh were my god! You know the yourself. Potatoes, guys. The sorry, onions. sorry, sorry. We don't mean to rub it in, guys. It's just been so much fun. Um, let's get to the first question. P the G and uh, joining us in about thirty minutes will be Mike Perry. Mams Taylor going to join us. And there's a lot going on, by the way, in the world of uh, crossover boxing. I just saw right now. That Ryan Taylor, who's uh, who's fighting on the card against Swarms, has just been arrested, and it's unclear if the rematch is going to happen. Uh, Dylan Dennis, I mean, it's just so much, so much. Anyway, um, P the G, welcome Ariel and GC to Manchester. For myself, just outside of Manchester, how about number one Giga Chad? Mr. Balls drag on the floor when he walks into the room, Alex Volkanovsky. Takes the rematch on 11 days' notice. What a guy. What a sport. Should Volk get it done? Where will it rank on the all-time great title wins, in your opinion, against a guy like Islam? It's got to be right up there. Enjoy Manchester, boys. I mean, holy smokes. Fought in July. Surgery on his hand. 11 days' notice. No hesitation. Up a weight class. Let's not forget. Like, he made it seem normal in February. But this is up a weight class. It would be one of the all-time great feats, I think, especially considering the opponent. Like, let's let's also give credit where it's due. Islam had to accept the fight, right? That's something John Jones didn't want to do against Chelsea Sonnen back at UFC 151 when uh, that whole thing was uh, going down with Dan Henderson getting hurt. So Islam had to say yes. Thankfully, he did. We get this great fight. The ball's on Alex Volkanovsky to take this fight. Now, you can also say, brilliant move on his part, win-win, right? Win-win. You don't lose your belt. You're only gaining things, gravy. Enemy territory, sure, but you're going up. You lose the fight. You're still the featherweight champion. So it's really a perfect scenario for him. You go five rounds. You, you, you fall short. Hey, you know, you freaking went out there. Old college try. You win. You're a legend. I mean, like, there's really no drawback, right? There's no drawback whatsoever here for him. Um Islam put it out there, no excuses if you lose. I don't think he's going to give any excuses. He knows he knows what's going on. But this is a guy who has shown us who he is from the moment we met him. Remember when he almost like had his leg amputated after the Aldo fight? And he's and he's joining us like from the hospital and he's talking like his leg just swells up. Remember when he flew from Australia to Edmonton just to be the backup fighter? to Max Holloway versus Frankie Edgar. Remember when he flew as the number one pound-for-pound fighter as the featherweight champion to Abu Dhabi to be the backup fighter to Islam Charles? We know who Volk is. I feel comfortable in saying this. I think Alex Volkanovsky might be my favorite fighter right now to talk about and cover and 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 just like represent MMA because I have so much respect for the way he goes about things, the way he treats others, the way he conducts himself the professionalism the activity the fights themselves like this was the guy who was starting to feel like for a moment like he was going to go down the mighty mouse route of not being respected enough and luckily for him people are respecting him and and showing him love and in this sport 
you know, you do things like this, you get respect and, uh, and you're shown love as far as like where this would rank. Oh, has someone done this on short notice and shocked the world? My mind is mush. Does anyone come to mind for you, New York Rick? Has someone done something like this and, and won? Shocked the world? What, no. Yeah, I mean, Michael Bisping, right? What, what do we mean by done something like this? Bisping's a good one. Yeah, Bisping's a good one. What, what, I, what, I, what I mean by something like this is super short notice against a super tough opponent and I mean, and won the belt. Bis, Bisping's Bisping. probably the best one, right? Yeah, Bisping's the best. Although, I would say, and this is not revisionist history, Rockhold wasn't Makhachev right now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, Rockhold didn't have the dominance. Yeah, is that not I, fair? I agree with that. I agree with that. But uh, Makhachev's only title defense is against a featherweight and is about to be against a featherweight again. Like, you know, this could be early. This this could be, it could be like Rockhold. We don't know where it goes from here. So I think it's probably the best comparison. Now that's not, the, uh, by the way, that's not to say that I'm predicting doom and gloom for Islam Makachev, but like, I don't think that his resume is like super strong compared to Luke Rockhold at that time. It's pretty similar. Sure. Yeah, no, that's a great one. Um, is, uh, is there a line out for this fight? Yeah, I saw uh, Islam open at minus 200. I think he's down to minus 260 now. Wow. Okay. Um, Wow, this is interesting. There's uh there's 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 some other breaking news that I'm seeing right over here. Uh this is from uh Turkey. You seen this? No, what do you got? Oh, uh this is breaking news from Turkey uh Al Al Sheikh, who is the um the uh I I I don't know what's the proper way they, they refer to him as his excellency out of Saudi Arabia. He uh where are you going, GC? Oh, okay. Um, he has just announced on Twitter, I'm seeing, uh, he's the one responsible for bringing the boxing to Saudi Arabia, for bringing uh, the the WWE to Saudi Arabia. For the first time in the kingdom, a historical exceptional night with Riyadh season on the 2nd of March, a UFC fight night in collaboration with Riyadh season. UFC coming to Saudi Arabia. Which I think a lot of people, yeah. I think a lot of people uh, didn't expect that because of their relationship with Abu Dhabi. This has just become a, a show where we talk about Middle East politics. Um, but that is that is pretty wild. And WWE has just uh, reposted this. Did you not see this? Because he posted this like 30 minutes ago. Has no one picked up on this? I did not see that. No, I think, going to... I think now that you've mentioned it, I'm starting to see it. But yeah, it's, uh, it is definitely interesting. To your point, you know, the relationship with Abu Dhabi I wouldn't have expected that, but it seems like, I mean, there's definitely no shortage of UFC events. So um, there is, there is opportunity to, to satisfy all. I mean, if, this uh, is huge because I think a lot right. of people, yeah. And a lot of people were saying that uh, the PFL being in business with Saudi Arabia was going to be like a huge development in their, in their battle to, um, you know, be the number two or to challenge UFC, whatever. Uh, and now we see that the, the UFC has a relationship with uh, Saudi Arabia as well. Uh, this is the press release. As part of its thrilling activities, Riyadh season will host a UFC fight night in collaboration with the UFC, the world's premier mixed martial arts organization. On Saturday, March 2nd, 2024, the event will feature a variety 
of UFC's most successful and internationally known fighters, UFC CEO Dana White, will announce participating athletes in the coming months. And of course, uh, UFC is owned by Endeavor, who own uh, WWE now um, in large part, and they have a relationship of several years with Saudi Arabia as well. So it seemed like uh, perhaps uh, a natural that that relationship would extend to the UFC. So very interesting times in the world of combat sports. Let's keep it going. Iman O'Keefe, hey, Ireland crew, who would you rank as Bellator's greatest ever fighter based on fights inside Bellator only? Wow. Uh, would you say Pitbull? Would you say Patricio Pitbull? Is that a fair one, uh, near Crick? I feel like yeah, he's the most that's probably my, th- that's probably my answer. Um, it, it, like he's just been there for such a long stretch and accomplished everything you can for the promotion. He's who, if you close your eyes and say Bellator, he's the fighter that comes to mind. He's the one that I think of for sure. Yeah. Um, JC, so so we're gonna have the in studio guest come in, but it's gonna almost be like it's gonna be like you ever watch Seinfeld when Kramer was hosting a show out of his apartment, and it's like who's here, and the door is just gonna open, and someone's gonna walk into the room. That's what this is gonna be like. I hope they're not expecting a high level production. Um, I I think the production is great, but I just you know like I hope they're not expecting like a big time. Um, the kitchenette, uh, you know, like a big time setup here. But I think I think we're pulling it off. What do you think, Frank? Do you think we're pulling? it I off? I think it looks great. I'm super proud of us. But once yeah, you put I this am. out of my head, of someone walking in to be like, "Oh, it's about to happen." Oh, thanks, Ariel. It's about to happen. I'm going to say, "Would you like something microwave before we start?" I have a microwave <laughs> right over there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there it is. Okay. Uh, here we go. I'm going back to the questions. My apologies. Okay, uh, he had a second question there. Um, what do you think will happen with Mauro Ronaldo once the PFL purchase goes through? It's a great question. It would be amazing to see him call some UFC fights. He's too good to not be working. Thanks, as always. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a big question about the future of boxing on on Showtime, which I know nothing about. I know I've appeared on some of the broadcasts, but I really don't know anything about the future of combat sports, period, or Showtime sports. Everything is changing. I never thought that real sports would go away uh, with Brian Gumble. I never thought that that would be a thing. So... Yeah, um, for some reason, the UFC has never looked into Moro. Uh, I remember there was one time back in the day on Embedded. Wait, it wasn't even Embedded. It was the Dana White video blogs where they were, they were uh, kind of, Joe Rogan was kind of mocking him. Do you remember this New York Rick? Like the way he would speak and stand? That was a thing at one point. Um, and they just never seemed to, I don't know. And of course, he has the relationship with WWE. I would be shocked if someone doesn't pick him up. Um, he's he's the greatest combat sports announcer, and I say that in that way because he could do MMA, pro wrestling, kickboxing, and boxing. There's no one on the planet that could do that at the level and, and, and with the quality that he does it. So I would hope that someone picks him up. Maybe it's the PFL. Why not? Why can't he uh, go over there? Although the PFL has a great team too. I, I really like their team. Sean O'Connell does a great job as a play-by-play guy and doesn't get enough credit, in my opinion, from going from an athlete to a play-by-play guy. Most athletes go from athlete to color analyst. He goes from athlete to play-by-play guy. That's absurd. That's like extremely rare. Pat Summerall did it as a kicker for the Giants and became a great play-by-play man in, in football. But you know, the typical play-by-play guys are guys like Marv Albert, Ian Eagle, Mike Breen, um, Joe Buck, John Anik, Mike Goldberg. These aren't athletes. 
they're broadcasters. And then the color analyst, the other person in the booth is usually the ex-athlete. Um, so yeah, he's incredible. Sean O'Connell's incredible. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, could it be the UFC? Sure, but they've never really shown great interest for whatever reason. That would have to be a question for them. Greetings, Ireland crew. Welcome to our shores. Once again, thank you, Kai. My question pertains to UFC 300. You've repeatedly said that they don't need to stack the deck. It should use Conor McGregor on 299 or 301. Conor McGregor, by the way, uh, showing us on Twitter today that he has received a message from USADA welcoming back into the pool. So that is very promising. My question is, why is 300 such a guaranteed pay-per-view drop they don't stack the deck? How would that crossover to mainstream public buys just because it's an anniversary show? Personally, I think they need Connor to tip it over into the million-plus range, similar to how they booked 200 with a stack card and the return of Brock. Much love and hope the UK trip is a good one. I will answer that in a moment. But right now, we have a guest at the door, guys. Uh, do we have a ding-dong, Frank? Do we have something like that? Uh, that's a negative. Okay, perfect. Uh, let me go see who's here. One second, guys. I'm going to put my headphones down. This is like... Um, and get the door. One second. Let's see how far my microphone can extend. Should be 15 feet. Uh, I do want to let you know that today's program is brought to you by our good friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. UFC 300 is here. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, is giving new customers a shot to turn five buccarinos into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any UFC 300 bet. So uh, there's a lot of close fights. Jamal Hill, Alex Pereira is a close one. Um, one that is of interest to me, Kayla Harrison, Holly Holm going the distance. Um, obviously, Zhang Wei Li is a big favorite. The biggest favorite on the card is actually Bo Nickel against Cody Brundage. That may not be a surprise to you. Uh, so there's a lot of interesting things on this card. And the place to be for it all is DraftKings Sportsbook. So go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code Hour. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code DMAR. The crown is yours. Gambling Pronco 100 Gambler or in West Virginia, visit www.100gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resorts in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire. 168 hours after issuance, cdkng.com slash MMA.com, yes. Uh, for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Do we have a guest? There he is! Wow! Mike Perry is here. My good friend. We're live, Mike. Uh, you know, I, 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 I know you are used to having a great studio on your show, The Overdogs, I believe it is. Um, but uh, here we are trying our best to broadcast to the world. And here he is. Let me make sure we're all framed in. Yes, we're live right now, Mike. Uh, let me just make sure we're doing this as best as we can. As you can see, it's a bit of a... Oh, yes, here we are. Okay, Mike, come a little closer. It's great to see you in person, yeah, by the thank way. thank you so much. Mike Andrew, coming with a cameraman. Here. Yes, as you can see, we have a lot of uh, booby traps here. So just don't break our setup, cameraman. Okay, look at us. Mike, look at us. We're live right here. Well, you're, Shout out to Helwani, man. We're making me it happen. Here back with Drake in the yeah. studio, baby. Let's so go. good to see. I haven't seen you in a long time. Oh, man. Not in person. Yeah. By the way, you have to talk into the microphone. Uh, no, you, um, 
You be at some of the fights? Yeah, but uh, I don't think like I've had like a face to face interview with you in no, a while. No, we can I give you a, a compliment right off the bat? Be great. Honestly, um, I've talked about this on the show today and Monday. I'm Jewish, and what's happening in Israel is mm. is very hard to process. Mm. And I never in a million years, and I hope you take this as a compliment, never thought that Mike Perry would kind of be the voice of reason on social media. But your tweets have been actually very thoughtful wow. and heartfelt. No, honestly, I'm not. this is not a joke. I keep seeing them. And I wanted to text you this yesterday when we were texting, but I was like, I want to say it on the air. Thank you for everything that you're saying and tweeting and uh, not coming at it from an emotional place or, you know, anything. like I, I, I feel the love and support. I don't know if you're intending to do that, but... I appreciate it. And I think a lot of people do as well. Thank you, man. I just, you know, I'm a family man. So I see this horrible stuff happening on both sides. And it's like no one wants to go through that. I just want peace for everyone and, and people to live happy, you know, joy-filled lives. Mike Perry wanting peace. A couple of years ago, you you, would, you you were looking for a fight. I remember you on the cage there in Poland, going like this. Uh, War is different yeah, than a, I know. Than a game. Yeah, I know, I know. I this play a game. game. Right. It's the fight game. It is the fight game. War is is a different beast. You see what they, you know, who knows the media, who knows what's true, who knows what's not. Um, if there, I'm sure there are some sick things happening. You know, what living in in Par parvished uh, countries and like poor, you know, does to people. It makes them crazy. And it's just some of the things, you know, you hear is like, it's terrifying and, and you don't want that for anyone, anyone's children, they're innocent and all of this and they're suffering. So man, God bless them. Well said. Uh, when did you get here? We got here this morning, maybe like in you know, like six to eight hours ago. Um, Are you jet lagged? A little bit, but you know, I'm really just you know just adjusting to the time. Okay. And uh, we went to the open workouts. I saw you kind of crashed it, right? A little bit crashed. So, so it. tell me about. And by the way, shout out to you. You're rocking the Burberrys that like. To show love to the UK, it's a very UK esque brand. It's very thoughtful. Yes, I like that. It's very. I mean. You look like a dad right now with the fanny pack, the Burberry. It's fantastic. You are a dad, so you should look like a dad. Oh, um, so why why were you not scheduled? I was at the open workout and I was looking. You weren't. I didn't see you. Mm. So why did you crash it? Uh, were you there late? No, you couldn't have been because you had the show to do. I was there for like the first hour. Okay. So when you came, I was just leaving. So at three at three o'clock, I like got there. Yeah, maybe a little after three. That was when I was told it was starting. Yeah, apparently it started earlier. Okay, and then now the uh, main events and them are are finally there doing it and um, doing their open workouts. Dylan Danis was doing WWE. Someone showed me a video. He was okay. like, that was his warm up. Okay, he had no shoes on. He wasn't boxing. He was. I thought he had Kevin Randleman. It was a. Uh, it was that other UFC fighter with blonde hair. Okay. Um, Kim Randleman and uh, no longer with us. I right. It's a, it's not Kevin. Okay, Randleman, it's not okay, But okay. I was like, man, that guy looks that like looks, Kevin okay, Randleman. Gotcha, gotcha. It's that one eighty five er. One eighty five er with blonde hair. Yeah. Derek Brunson. No. Mm -mm. He Is came he... and trained with, at Fusion XL when I did that proper twelve video where we were drinking yeah. and stuff, and I. Asked him if he could do a shot, if he wanted one. And he was like, no, I don't know if he made the cut of the video. You knew his name? 
Phil, Phil Hawes. Hawes. Yes, yeah. yes. So he was working out with Dylan Dennis. Okay. Uh, they were doing WWE stuff. And, um, yeah, you know, they didn't have a, a slot for me, a time slot to get the workout. Um, That's kind of messed I up. I did a no? bunch of, like, a bunch of the media came over and talked okay. to me. I talked to a bunch of them. I'm here for it, you know. I'm here for every part of it. Uh, I want to fight. Might fight in the crowd. Maybe Darren Till will be here. Maybe we could settle some of that. Okay. Uh, and then still fight for some money. Um, you know, who knows? But I, I saw Anthony Taylor, who talked trash on Twitter. He did not have any trash to talk. What do you uh, say? I missed that. It was very What do you friendly. say on Twitter? Um, He was trying to make a fight. You know, he wants to fight me. He did. He did say that later. I started trying to box him. I didn't even realize he was on the card. They didn't promote anything but the top two fights. Right. Um, and it was chill. It was, uh, good to meet him. Um, and if he wants to fight, you know, maybe we can make it happen. If he earns it, um, I think I'm a little above uh, that right now. And especially with me being BKFC. A lot of people don't want to do it. Darren Till even said he doesn't want to bare knuckle fight me. He wants to put it, the gloves on. So um, they talked about the Misfits tournament, uh, possibilities, ideas here and there. But my yeah. money is guaranteed. Um, and it's in bare knuckle. I, I, I like to shine there. And then um, we we just got to work out in ourselves. We just started down on the floor and I started working with my coach and hitting mitts bare knuckle. I'm the Mr. Bare Knuckle. So I just decided I didn't bring any gloves because if I fight on Saturday, they're going to give me a pair. I packed my bags pretty good. So I didn't have any room and I didn't want to bring my stinky old gloves. I need a new pair of boxing gloves. Anyways. Yeah, I got to get some good ones. Yeah, yeah. So um, we just hit some mitts bare knuckle. And I saw you have the new you, the new fits. I saw you. Um, Yo, my the, my model. Your new fits are fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I got to get better at those. No. Modeling videos. I saw some but, people give you crap. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought good. they all look good. People just being haters. Uh, some of it, you know, I said uh, some of these outfits are subject to change. No, they were uh, nice. For sure. I thought you did a good job. The the, the, the posing the walk. and everything. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Are man. you surprised? It's October 11th. Fight night is October 14th. Are you surprised Dylan is still in the fight? Are you surprised he's here? Like if I would have asked you two months ago, at this point, would you have thought, all right, I'm in? Well, he keeps, you know, he keeps messing around yeah. out, and I knew he was saying that. So when I said I'm in, I wasn't lying because I had just signed my BKFC fight contract. Um, that's looking like December 2nd. It might be Salt Lake City, Utah. They told me that I could say Dallas, Texas, and then, and then they, they just switched it up on me. They made me look like a fool. I, I know. I know. Uh, How that goes. No, no. I never look like a fool. But uh, I, I now, there was a name that I, there was a name <laughs> I that, like no, that. I know. There was a name that I missed. Now, I, you remember you were like, oh, you're surprised. Uh, you don't know. Oh, you know the name. I uh, can't believe you didn't guess it. Now, it was a different weight class. I wasn't thinking 170. I wasn't thinking where mm -hmm. you're fighting these days. Mm -hmm. That's a great fight. That's another thing, too. You know, I fought Luke at 185. And now yes. Logan, I think I'm weighing in at 195. Who knows if they didn't lie to me and that's supposed to be 185 or 190. And I'm going to weigh in at 195 on Friday just to get a little check to be here. Um, which I found out, you know, it sounded good. Like, oh, I'm going to get a check to to just 
weigh in and and be ready to fight right and all of the preparation that i put into this was as if i was fighting mentally i told myself i'm gonna fight i'm gonna fight i'm gonna be the one fighting so that i would be ready mentally yeah and um i'm still thinking that way because they told me up to the point where if he walks in the ring answers the bell and gets out to say i was here you gotta pay me Wow. I made the bell because fighters have done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a heavyweight yeah, did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, So if he, and it's been so trolly, maybe he would do something like that, right? I would still get in and fight. Wow. And, and props and to Logan for that. Would he agree to that, do you paper. think, at that point? What's that? At that point, you think he would agree to it? Logan? Yeah. I think it's in paper. Wow. I think it's in the paperwork. So, so are you going to be in the back warming up? And then I got to go back up? down to 175 for December Right. But are you going to be in the back warming up for to like I'm for a thinking, situation? Right? But they didn't even have a spot for me for to do the warm up. So I stole my own warm up and then we did like 15 minutes and I think they came over and they were like, "Oh, if we could find you some gloves, would you want to get in there?" And I think they were just trying to get me to stop because mm. I was kind of taking the show a little bit. Do you bit. think it's awkward for them because ultimately they want the people to think that and 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 feel that Dylan is fighting and then but you're here as the presence that maybe he's not fighting, right? You're kind of like the cloud hanging over the fight. But that's that's part of the tactics. So the, the lawsuit, mm. the talking about the girlfriend between Dylan and Logan, those are two tactics. Bringing me a tactic. And, you know, the Paul brothers keep doing this with me. But this one is going to give me something for my efforts, mm. uh, which that's what I was saying. You know, all the preparation and everything, it's like the little check is like, man, when I do fight, all the preparation that I put into this one, but I actually get the big check and I fight like I meant it. You know, I fight for that check. This time it's like I put all the hard work. My team is here. I have to pay these people. They're taking time away from their families. We take a risk just flying in. Yeah. And, you know, it's already gone. Everything that I will get for even being here just to, but, you break even, but it's an opportunity. Yeah, um, a little bit of a break even. Okay, mm, kinda. So it feels like it's less. You know, it feels like um, even I could get even more for doing something like this. And this is the second time they've used my name, so they're gonna have to fight me now. Did you get paid the first time, Paul? Yeah, or I mean Jake? Yeah, he no, he didn't do it this way. Right, right. Logan right. at least did it business right. ethically. So. You know, but they're going to have to fight me at some point. So Logan goes out there and wins. I'm his next fight. Mm. And is that, is that been told to you? No, it should be. Though. Should, it which should one go, do you, I'm saying it now on the MMA hour. Respect. Which there one, which one do you prefer? Like who gets you more excited? Jake or Logan? I beat them both. Um, but is there like a, how does, it depends. Mm. How does Logan look on Saturday? Yeah. That's the big question. How does Dylan look? Right. If he gets in, if he fights. They both seem very confident. Um, I haven't seen much. You know, you don't see sparring footage no. of these guys. No. It, I mean, you've seen a little bit of Dylan, but he's like punching the body and it looks pretty bad. Yeah, and right. I feel like he's like trolling us now. He's like doing the thing Why was he Alex? trying to put his fingers in your butt? That was weird, bro. I mean, what was he? I, doing? I don't know. He's weird. <laughs> I, don't he know. Doing, he's, I think he has a like. I think he has a thing for me. But. Everything he's done has been super it's, smart. It's worked out. Are you surprised that even he's the like, WWE wrestling at the open workouts? I saw the video. I'm like, that's really smart. 
but it's not boxing. No, but he's just trying to do. So I'm confused because Luke was doing the same thing to me when we fought. He kept grabbing me. Mm. He kept faking kicks. I'm like, dude, it's boxing. I'm gonna hit you with my hands, and he's he froze in the fight at one point. Like he hit me with a shot, and then he like thought about other things. In my opinion, are you surprised that people seem to back Dylan more than Logan? I don't think anyone predicted it would go down like this, right? I think everyone thought like Logan was gonna be the. I big. am surprised to hear how much support. Dylan has after everything he's saying, but you know, on one side, it's like his his girl is out there. Like those were all public videos and things like that. So people are like mad about the lawsuit. Um, it's just a tactic to get in his head. So there's all these tactics that are promoting the fight from both sides. Right, and <clears throat> you know, but people have been following Logan for a long time, and a lot of people disagree with a lot of things that he has done or said, or they talk about the 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 forest thing in Japan or whatever, and um, say that I don't know. I mean, a lot of people seem to side with. Is oh my gosh, I don't even want to compare, but. It doesn't make sense the size that they pick, the reasons, you know, like Roger Mayweather says, most people don't know shit about boxing. So this is just a, a spectacle. This is a semi-pro celebrity boxing match. The the skill that's going to be out there, I think, is going to be horrendous. Do you um, feel like you're above this? I'm, no, I'm here. Right. But in my opinion, I see it like this. If I have the opportunity to step in the ring, it is to show the difference mm -hmm. the, of of what I'm capable of and what I, I like the word green. Green is like new, fresh, like fresh meat. You know, you're fresh meat, bro. I'm going to I'm a carnivore and I'm going to tear you apart raw like, uh, you know, I don't I know you don't like your steaks like that. <laughs> Bloody yeah, I like medium. I've 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 oh, come to terms with medium. Oh, is that is better. that okay? It's much better. Medium well is okay, no, or too much? Too much. I just don't understand the the blood. Like the what? Do I, I, don't need the, I don't need the blood in my life. Oh, you know, good quality medium. Yeah. Is it really blood? No, man. It's flavor juice. <laughs> By the way, are we stressed for time? Are we good? Or are we no, going? I'm okay. good, man. Um, this is great. Mams Taylor going to join us. Maybe we can ask him uh, some questions as well. He's coming into the the studio. Okay, the, great. the kitchenette studio that we've got here. Um, I saw something on Twitter debate going on. Brendan Schaub weighed in. The great Brendan Schaub, one of the great minds in the history mm -hmm. of uh, combat television. Uh, Chael Sonnen weighed in. Mm -hmm. He said, "There's a line." In, in in the in the in the game of fight promotion, there's no suing involved. Mm. And he, some there's a debate: is it Logan behind the? I think ultimately it's his fiance's name on it. But they say that that's a line. Like there's some people who say Dylan crossed the line, but then there's some people saying the Pauls crossed the line. Well, some of his money might be touching those lawyers. Okay, so do you think that that is going too far? You can't do that. You you sign up to fight Dylan Dennis, you got to accept it all. No lawsuits. No, dude, I'm gonna if we sign up to fight and you do, I'm gonna try to put you in jail. You're out of the fight. I'm going to fight Mike Perry instead. Let's do that. Mm -hmm. Let's get him arrested this week, and I'll <laughs> fight Logan. But do you, do you think that it was like a non-fighter move for Logan and his fiance to do that? That's what people are saying. You're, that's, you're breaking the rule of the fight club. All that BS. Is it BS? 
the first rule of the Fight Club is there are no rules in right. Fight Club. That's true. That's true. That's the first rule. See, most people don't know shit about fighting. Right. Well, this is coming from fighters, by the way. Not me. Who, Chael Sonnen? Chael. Brendan said that. Chael's not a fighter anymore. Brendan's not a fighter anymore. But they were fighters. But they haven't been for a long time now. Okay. All right. Okay. They are on the other side of the business. Now they are, they are all business. And um, Chael and Brendan are both very good at saying whatever is going to piss off a certain crowd and make them pay attention and comment and be like, what the heck? What are you talking about? And then they got me. First rule of Fight Club. There's no rules. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Chael gets my attention sometimes, man. He's good. You don't you don't like some of the stuff? No, I like you just, it. You're just paying attention. I like it. I watch it. But he gets he gets on my nerves sometimes. I'm yeah. like, you're just saying that just because you know that it's BS. Oh, it gets me. He does that a lot. He tends to side with the promotion a lot. But God bless him. I love him. He's one of my best friends. He's but he's, he's always a legend. Def- he's always defending the promotion. He's great with his words. Too. Yeah. Um, okay. So speaking of which, being on the other side, you say you're not on the other side, but you kind of are these days. I mean, I see the logo here. We just gave a shout out to the Overdogs podcast, who were the first to break the news mm-hmm. that Alex Volkanovsky mm-hmm. was replacing <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, Charles Oliveira against Islam Hachev. How did they break this? You know, money talks. Okay. Money talks. Um, well, you should say, can I tell you what you should say in this scenario? Uh, a real journalistic outfit like the Overdogs podcast, you never reveal your sources. You should know that, Ariel. Why would you ask me such a question? That should mm, be the response. I mean. Because I saw you say there's a new game in town as far as breaking news is concerned. Yeah. But you don't need to reveal your sources. Good on you guys. You know, um, I've been at this for a long time. I've been a, I've been working for this attention and and this uh, these credentials to get news like that first before others. I know it's about. Did you, you get know, it first? Did you relay it to them? No. Okay, because because then I would have said first my reported people, by Platinum Perry. My people that I'm close to, you know, you just want to be in the right small circle. Yeah, yeah. And um, I work to get into this circle and. I get the pleasure to be the co-host of that Overdogs podcast, and we've been doing good things, uh, big episodes, big names, and they're going bigger, and people see the attention it's getting, and and I'm still fighting though, right? Like, uh, and we're looking to drop. I, I I don't like to say drop. I say up. You know. Okay. We're going up. We're gonna launch. Okay. Platinum fighting championships really the pfc if you will or i think they're gonna call it we're gonna call it something else but you're gonna start your own we're close to this and we're trying to battle against others like anthony pettis maybe that's another frm guy a so for example jorge masvidal for example how the wbo wbc Mm -hmm. um We were talking with Anthony Pettis, and he is a very intelligent guy who knows the game in and out. And his league is already taking off. And um, we're very close to launching. Uh, I don't know how close, but it's it's a thing. Okay. And, you know, he was talking about how two belts would come together with a third promoter. That would bring them together and make, I don't know if they would make a new belt or they would, you know, they would collab or whatever. But possibly once we get some traction, 
you know, what if I, me and Anthony Pettis brought our leagues together to fight one another. That's fun. For an all-out belt or whatever you want to do. I don't, you know, I just have dreams and ideas and, and I want to fight. I'm still very young in the fight game. So, and I got big people around me that, that uh, can make dreams come true, that want to make my dreams come true. And and I've come full circle in the fight game to where I want to be professional. I want to be, I want to stay on the right path and not fall off the path. Stay on that line and just keep shooting up. So you want to be a promoter? I want to take fighting as far as I can. It's never going to leave me. I'm always going to be a fighter, even if it's, someone making other fights happen, you know, and um, I still plan to fight while promoting and help grow my own organization by fighting in it. And, um, you know, sky's the limit. Okay. And this would be MMA. There's going to be some mixed rules. Okay. <clears throat> so, you know, like a mix of like, you know, obviously, stand up striking. It could be you know Muay Thai or, um, and I I'm I'm not allowed to release. Okay, too okay. Much. I don't I, want to get you in trouble. Yeah, I can't okay. say too you much. You said too much. I can't say too okay, much. Fair enough. But that's really interesting because we're seeing more and more fighters do this now, um, and I think that's appealing to other fighters coming up because I think they feel like they can trust you more than say a promoter. Oh, and we're looking to. To help these guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, like what Jorge's doing. Get these guys paid. Doing. Yeah. And, um, you know, not let the just monopoly of the UFC just control everything. And we'll be a, a force and, and we'll pay our fighters. And we're going to have one of the most exciting styles of so fighting. Different style. It's just going to be complete action. The way like a BKFC fight is. Right. But with more. So it's like a whole different sport. Yes. Interesting. Okay. I actually have names for it, but I just yeah, can't, you can't, you can't, I do can't it. drop it. Who would have thought, right? Mike Perry, like five, six years ago, be in this position to do something like that, to launch something like that, to be sought after for an event like this. You thought. I thought. Really. But let's be honest. A lot of people didn't, right? Most people don't know shit about fighting. That's true. But did you feel like for a period there, I feel like you get the respect now, but people thought that you were just sort of like... Uh, some like you know barroom brawler you didn't have a brain you couldn't think like you weren't a businessman did you feel like people didn't respect you like that because now you're proving to be a businessman bkfc deal misfits deal this well, deal. well there's many there's many forms of business mm -hmm. there's the guys behind the the closed doors doing the paperwork there's the guys on the front lines to be seen and to be the face of there's um you know, and, and both sides get to make decisions, important decisions. Um, you know, like I'm I'm good in the eye. I'm good to be seen. I'm good to be heard from whether it's something crazy I'm saying or something focused and, and like uh, you know, just to build um just good, you know. So <clears throat> I see. I do. I do okay on social media. People watch my stuff. People like you. I can make all types of shit. Either modeling, cooking, and boxing. Um, you know, and we're we're getting better every day. At modeling, all of it. huh? 
You know, I did that modeling video. No, I know. I didn't know if it was like there was an official thing that you were going to be doing, like runway. I mean, I am a Ken Pie Pandas model. You are, yeah. I like the brand, by the way. I like the logo. Where did these guys come from? I feel like in the last six months. <laughs> What's that look? In the last six months, I see them everywhere. <clears throat> There's certain people that have, uh, you know, we'll say Ice Bags. That's his name. Okay. And uh, he's a owner? great guy. The owner? Family man. Okay. Yes. He has many businesses uh, that he's got his foot in and, you know, it's his business. I can't really say too much, but you're a sponsored. Athlete. He's been in the fight game or, you know, a fan of the fight game, wanted more from the fight game, wanted in the fight game deeper. And he uses his resources uh, as a very powerful man to make his way and he's been climbing for quite some time i mean he's been around roy jones for i don't know how many years and and um even to the point where he had a fight event thrown in dubai and he fought on it and he had never fought before and he's always just wanted to just dive into it and um try it out and to promote from it, to to be involved in it. Um, and he's a force to be reckoned with, with the media, with all of it. And I'm glad they see the potential that with me, where we could possibly go. Do you still have a relationship with John Jones? Do you, do you ever talk to him? Uh, I might have sent a message... And I'm sure he's seen it. And, you know, John teaches me a lot without even, you know, without responding to me. I'm like, you know, like. But he leaves you on scene? I think he has. Um, Does that bother you? That would bother no. me. No? No, <clears throat> because that's all the answer I need. What What are you writing when he's leaving you on scene? Um, Man. I think uh, when I was in Vegas, uh, I think he was out there or something. It was like a video of him taking a shot with somebody. And I think I invited him to my wedding. I don't think he saw that, though. I think I unsent it like later that night. But I had invited him. I don't know if he saw that one. Were you hurt that he It would have been weird anyways. Why? It would have been. Because it was a small uh thing it was a small why why did you feel compelled to invite him just because you saw he was in town or because man i love john man i look up to him a lot he's the greatest fighter that's all i've ever really wanted to be um i you know and he doesn't have to write me back because one of my biggest wishes is that i wish i could beat him up you know because then i would be the greatest ever and that's just me dreaming as i'm still a kid sometimes and um you know I met my girl because of him. Oh, really? My wife, yeah. He introduced you. I walked into this club to hang out with John, and there she was. Wow. And he, the, as soon as I walked in, he saw me. Wow. He brought us together, and I picked her up, and that was it. I left. Serious? Like you physically picked her I up? Met, yeah, I picked her up and gave her a hug. She had a leopard skirt on. I remember when she was wearing. You didn't talk? No, we talked. I was okay. like, oh, my God. Like, damn, let me get you something to drink. Or uh, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. Like, 
I got her like a cranberry vodka, and then I had a drink, and then I was like, you want to get out of here? And that was it. That was You've it. been together ever since. You just, uh, did you just celebrate the anniversary, or was it her birthday? I saw you uh, paying homage to her. Her birthday. Her birthday, happy birthday. Uh, October 8th. Oh, just a few days ago. Yep. Uh, two kids now. Yep, she turned 21 again. 21 again, okay. Uh, are, are we gonna go for three or are we done at no, two we're done we're at done. two we got a boy and a girl you're good they're beautiful lovely healthy. love them healthy super healthy yeah that's most important yeah super healthy smart kinda mm. <laughs> weird I mean they're dumb they're, how know, old is the oldest my son is a, is a he's two and eight okay. months what's his what, does he have a nickname he's Ocean Ocean is that his real that's name that's his name Ocean what's your daughter's name Odyssey. Wow. Any particular reason why those names? So I think the ocean is very powerful and yeah. strong and it's always scared me. Like, you know, I'm not swimming in the deep ocean because I don't want to get eaten by a shark or anything. Um, and my dad was in the Navy and I always like kind of looked up to him for that because I watched the movie Medal of Honor mm. or Men of Honor. Mm. Men of Honor. Medal of Honor, I think, is a game, no? Medal of Honor, yeah, maybe. But Men of Honor yeah. is uh, with, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Charlie Sheen? No. No, not Charlie Sheen. It's like Robert De Niro or something. Robert De Niro, yeah, that's right. Men of yeah, Honor. He's like, I, I vaguely. I, I know this guy out here in England. He replays those parts so well. His name is Jimmy Justice. Shout out Jimmy Justice, okay. man. He, uh, He'll do the Robert De Niro parts for Men of Honor. Oh, wow. uh, how oh, like far does it? Him? Yeah, like the yeah. He'll replay the parts. It's pretty funny. You know, got to get on my acting. Stuff yeah, sure. I mean, you so would be fantastic. So okay, Ocean, and then why Odyssey? Odyssey. Um, so because she has the audacity, and <laughs> maybe she'll have the audio because I spell it A U. Oh, really? Yes, because I want because Ocean is O, and which could be like, you know, zero, which means before one. Right. Or, um, and I wanted <clears throat> my daughter to have the first letter of the alphabet, the A, just because, you know, the number one. And I don't know. I think about stuff that doesn't really matter, but it matters to me. And you get to pick the names? Or was it a collaborative we, affair? Yeah, we talked about it. Okay. We talked about it. So, um the wife got the, you know, she liked Odyssey and uh, the the Audacity joke, and she got to pick the middle name, which is Rain, Odyssey, uh, Rain, like R E I G N. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to my kids, man. They're so annoying. <laughs> They're so annoying, dude. <laughs> My dog, Platinum, he's so annoying. What, you have a dog named Platinum? Big, big German Shepherd. Yeah. Wow. He was our firstborn. Wow. How's he with the kids? He's the sweetest dog, but he does, like, I want him to have friends and stuff, but, like, anybody who comes over, you know, he's a big dog. He gives hugs, which he got. Terrifying. Paws on you. Yeah. Wouldn't bite anything. Wouldn't hurt a fly. But he's just a, like he's just big and obnoxious, and like I you know if he if he meets another dog and stuff like in my neighborhood, I want it to happen, 
he's he's really smart and he's always off leash and stuff like out in the front yard with me but he would he gives people these hugs and i'm talking like you know 70 year old people in my neighborhood mm. he might knock an old lady down i can't have that you can't have that lawsuit and everything yeah oh my gosh but do you take your kids to school no dude he's two and two and a half they don't go to like a nursery or something no man we just not yet or teach home, him at home homeschool a little bit but you know in the world has changed a little bit yeah with covid and stuff but i want him to go to public school and i want him to ride the school bus and i would love to see you like in a like parent teacher conference you know for sure it'd be great like, what do y'all teaching my kids <laughs> take them rainbow flags down man. Okay, all right, put the american <laughs> flag up there um I want to ask you about Darren Till because I saw that he was on the show and you guys had a back and forth. I feel like you guys are just like, now we're getting like, you're teasing us. This is like a... No, we want to fight. Enough already. How many years? We, get, we want to fight. Why can't you guys figure this out? Why can't we fight? Why can't we I get think you guys we both a had to, or a surface of some kind? We had both had to grow into like mentally what we know that we wanted to be the best fighter versions of ourselves. We had to go through these trials and tribulations. And, you know, I, I was pretty green in the UFC. Right. And all I did was just fight. All I did was just fight. I had no game plan. I just fought. And for MMA, I had no plan on how to beat certain styles and things like that. I just thought people would meet me in the middle and we could just bang it out. That's just not how it is. And, it works better for me in box and he doesn't want to bare knuckle box me. He gives me my credit there. Okay. Um, that's a dub as they say. So, you know, and I, we just want to fight because I want to punch him for things he said in the past, but he has grown up a lot as well that, as I have. That still bothers you. The raw dog. Mm. Was that your stomach? You're not cutting weight. Just like your clock is all messed up. A little bit. Yeah, I tried to have some fish and chips earlier. How was that? Chicken Caesar salad. The the little chicken bites on it were really good. Yeah, we had English breakfast this morning. The fish and chips wasn't fried. It was. Yeah, it just it wasn't. I'm in the healthy food right now. Yeah. I've been eating lots of healthy chicken, mm, grilled really chicken. Been, yeah, I've been enjoying that. So the fish just. You know, I'm like, where are they fishing this fish from? Right. It's this like brown a, water? Yeah. yeah. I don't want <laughs> this fish, dude. <laughs> and french fries are horrible for you. You're eating french fries, right? Chips yeah, I don't fries? even think I ate one. Oh, okay. I Good ate mostly the salad, the chicken salad. Get... my wife's. Oh, your wife's here too? She's Yeah, she's right out there. She's in the room? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. I was hearing some people over there, but I wasn't sure if it was like next door or actually. And my or... coach as well. Oh, He's wow. In there. We all here I am talking about together. your wife and she's right over there. Yeah. Huh. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Come on in here. Um, no. So, okay, can you tell, is Darren Till going to happen? Is it going to happen in 2024? They said, yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah? It has yes. to happen. They're working on it. Is he on steroids? I know a lot of people behind the scenes are working. We want to make Which this promotion? fight happen because, well, I'm locked in with BKFC. He doesn't, he doesn't want, want to do yeah. Do it here in Misfits. Maybe my own promotion okay. possibilities. Um, Misfits? Misfits is talking about it. They also want this tournament. Heard about that. Like this MVP thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's MVP. 
Well, MVP's the other I mean, guy. He'll be on the other side of the oh, tournament, right? Interesting. So box me again. Oh, interesting. Three fights, one night, three minute. Okay, uh, okay. Three three minute rounds each fight, and then you know the main event is the the end of the tournament. The final of the tournament would be like round seven, eight, and nine. You're very long nails, but, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Are we gonna cut those before the fight? Was no, nah, man. I because I put you know because with boxing gloves, so yeah. for bare knuckle, I'll cut them. Yeah, okay. But I also keep them for like self defense. Oh, you do that on purpose? Like I would scratch the fuck out of somebody. I mean, those if they try to fight me in the street, dude. I'll claw your fucking yes. eyes out. And um, like Darren Till, right? I would if a street fight Darren Till, I would claw the fuck out of him. Do you hate him? Yes. Why? Because his raw dog comments. Logan Paul and Dylan Dennis. Logan's got to hate Dylan and the, the shit. When, when, what do you refer but like, to? Like, my wife doesn't have. Oh, he said that about your wife? Yeah, he said something about Raw Dog and my bird, my uh, new bird or whatever, and I want to fucking scratch his eyes out. And, and that's probably been several years ago now, right? Because when mm-hmm. you say new bird, like, you guys have been together for mm-hmm. a while now. Yeah, and that was over the line. Ago, and I don't let grudges die, like Drake said. Yeah, for real. Do you like the new album? Did you hear it? Virginia Beach. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. It's okay. No, I fuck with it. Drake's hilarious. Too. He's the man. I love him. So I'm the. I mean, some people say that we're sort of like that we look alike. I don't know if you agree. He's Canadian Jewish. That's what I say, bro. Yeah, yeah. In the studio. But like the the earlier stuff to me is still nothing is comparing. You got to grow the hair. I get the braids. Yeah. The corner. I need to maybe work it's out for for Halloween. You could be Drake. You get like the wig with the braids. Someone today came up to me and said, "You look that like that UFC guy." I was like, no, I, I I get that and Drake. He didn't do the, he wasn't, I was like, what's that UFC guy's name? And he's like, ah, oh, what's his name? Oriel. And I, and then I, I, then this was good. I was like, is he a good guy? Do you like him? He's like, yeah, yeah, he's good. He's good. So then I told him it was me. Uh, that was fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah, man. I try to, I'd be like, no, who? I, I got someone like, the other day, but I, I, I actually try not to do that because I'm like proud of, no, just messing so around. Like, yeah, but also like you're, you're. I mean, there's, there's, you're one of one. You're a walking NFT. Yeah, you know, I don't get how they fucking recognize me everywhere, but they do. <laughs> I don't want to ever recognize anybody, dude. I mean, it's, and then yeah. if I do, there is someone famous. I have, n- I cannot get their name. I'm just like, oh, you're that guy, that one guy. Nothing. Oh my god, we saw Demar earlier. Oh, Chase. He's on the card. Yeah. And when I'm like, we're talking about like, damn, what's he from? <clears throat> My girl was like, I think he's on Too Hot to Handle or something. Yes. And oh, and she's like, oh, it's that thing with the bug. The dude had the bug flying on his forehead. And I was like, oh, yeah. And he, so you know what I'm talking no, about? No, I don't. I know he was on Too Hot he to Handle. He was like talking on Too Hot to Handle oh. and like a cockroach <clears throat> comes flying and lands on his forehead. I didn't know that. You oh, watch you that show. You got to look at the video. Okay. No, just clips on yeah, Instagram, yeah. right? And then the, the his fight. Yeah. Where he's like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> throwing punches. Oh. oh, man. It's pretty funny. Someone bro. on the car, by the way, got arrested today. Dylan? No, no. Sorry. Damn. Ryan Taylor. He's fighting a guy named Swarms. It's this whole new world, but uh, they have a big Not rematch. No, but I thought maybe they'd call you up, but I don't think it's your weight class. If you're at 190-something, these guys are smaller. He's probably small. Yeah, but and crazy. Got, got like arrested. Yeah, but I mean, if you want a payday. Absolutely. 
Do you think you'll fight on Saturday? In your heart of hearts, are you fighting on Saturday? Yes. You believe that? Somebody. Somebody. And if you don't get an official fight, you're fighting in the crowd? Yes. Okay. If they even let me in the crowd. You don't think I might be you... in the back. Oh, okay. Right? I might be having to get warm ready. Right. Just in case Dylan gets out of the room. But who knows, though? Because they're like, oh, they don't know what the fuck's going on. They don't have me on the the open workouts. Right. So it's like, am I going to even get tickets? We talked place. about that today. Yeah. They're like, uh, and I talked to my manager and uh, Primo coming in tomorrow. So it's like, yeah, I'll probably go crash a press conference. Yeah, yeah, make a scene. Do something, yeah. Hopefully no one heard me say Fight that. Fight tomorrow, but... No, not tomorrow. No fighting. Just, like, make your Every presence day. felt. Just like you were at the other press conference. Yeah. If shit gets crazy and people are throwing cakes at each other, like, you step in. Voice of reason. Platinum Perry. Who'd have thought? Cakes the day before weigh-in day. Yeah. Well, this has been nice. That's been great, this man. This has been I, great. I really appreciate you making the uh, the trek here. I thought it was bothering you, but you were down. You were down for the cause. Because we're not staying in the same hotel. Because I'm here for it. I know. I mean, you might as well soak it all in. But you've done such a great... Like, you are the poster boy for what life could be like outside of the UFC. It's not a death sentence. If you do things the right much way... Much better. How much, how much more do you think you're making now than you were in the UFC? Like, times three, times four, times five, times six? Times 20. For real? Yeah. Wow. Is there a part of you that wishes you would have gone out earlier? Or are you at peace with how it all played out? I was, you know, I had learned in there. I got in some tough battles, some fun times, some ups and downs. Learned a lot about haters. Learned a lot about haters controlling things that, you know, you have to do. Like, like there, there's haters that work for the UFC that you see every time you go to an event and you know as a fighter you're like you want to think you're special or you know you you just have to create that for yourself and actually be special mm -hmm. and not give a fuck about what any of these people have to say and like when you're hot they're on your at like they're on your nuts and when you're struggling no one gives a fuck about you when you can't figure it out they don't want nothing to do with you. Mm. And and then they'll throw curveballs. Can I can I ask you a question? Are you talking about the matchmakers? No. Okay. You don't want to name names. Just um I mean, there's so many people that work for the UFC. Sure, I just didn't know if it was like someone that was like intimately random faces. Okay, here gotcha. And there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you know, and and really you're just a fucking test subject. If you're in there, you're a test subject. Right. Outside of it, you're, you know, well, being in it, because everyone, I don't know, like being in there fighting 15 times in the short amount of time that I did, um, obviously it benefited me a lot. So it made people want to get me when I got out. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's where I got to meet good people. Because... We can all benefit each other. And not everybody goes in. First of all, in five, some people have been in twice as long as me. Don't have as many fights as I do. Um, you can you can be in there and have the fights and not get 
the followers that I got. Uh, people liked me maybe because I'm genuine. I just, you know, hard on my sleeve. I just go through it. And uh, I tried to put a lot of it on camera. I try, I try to keep a lot of it off because I think a lot of it's stupid or it's a mess, uh, fuck up on my part or, you know, I'm just trying to be better and, and show what's good. Like, I also did show a lot of the, the things that weren't great, like some training videos. I'm not, you know, I'm not just showing you the my best moments. I'm showing you the, the issues that I have that I need to fix. So people generated towards that and... uh you know, now, now I'm leveling up. Now I can, I don't know, man. I just, I learned. I was young and green, and now I still feel young at 32 in the fight game. This this is kind of young for, and I'm like reaching my prime. I'm still not there yet. I'm still going up. Apropos, and you're on the prime card, potentially. Mm -hmm. How about that? Nice. That is nice. That's good. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, by the way, you've not asked me to be on your show, but if you need, I mean, you guys haven't reached I'll out. I'll talk to those guys. No, who, listen. They picked the people to be oh, okay. on the show. You're maybe, welcome. Maybe to they're be haters. On the show. You're the best. Maybe they're haters. I mean, shit, I got probably most of my fans from talking with you. We've had some good chats. The first time I talked to you, uh, you wouldn't come on the video, but you were like walking outside. You were going to the bank yeah. and you were explaining yeah. why your nickname's Platinum. And Brian, you were talking about like I think I was like outside of like an NA meeting that I had to do. What is NA? Narcotics Anonymous. Oh wow, okay. Like AA. Yeah, yeah. NA. Oh wow, yeah. Because you were outside somewhere. I was, you like, were on like probation or some shit still, yeah. and I had this is right after ten thousand dollars in my pocket. Like legit, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I fucking my whole check was like ten thousand. I fucking cash that shit. I wanted all of it, and you just wanted to feel it. I haven't done it yet with a hundred thousand. I kind of want to do it, but I've I've worn a hundred thousand dollars in jewelry or more. That's crazy. So, you know, I wear it on me. Like actually, oh, my wedding rings in the other room, but that's like sixty thousand. That's Jeez. a fight of the night bonus. You know, don't try to steal it from me because I got it insured. Okay. This this is a cheap Hublot, but I brought it because it's a boxing match and boxing and Hublot. Floyd Classic. Mayweather got me on the huge right, blow, right. and he's the best boxer. Speaking of which, Floyd and T Bud, yeah, talking shit. They were. Oh, Floyd I thought you were going to say something T -Bud else. T Bud talking shit. Really? Yes, about fighting. Nah, that's not going to happen. That's just for that would be amazing. Floyd would never do that. I think T Bud beats him up. Of course, especially Floyd's almost fifty, if not fifty. But he's so good with a training camp and a game plan. No, but Floyd's doing great things for uh, Israel too. You saw that sending his jet. Uh, yep, I saw. I saw. It's it's um, it's just so. It, it, I want to be the line, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. I don't want to pick a side. I don't know. I I have no understanding. I can't pick a side. Can I? Can I tell you? Because there, there is no side media to pick. Media is lying. There's no side to pick. There's no side to pick. There's no side to pick. There is. There, there's. There's. There's civilians and there's terrorists. That's the side. That's the debate. The debate isn't Israel versus Palestine. And the Palestine. terrorists could be. I mean, it's it's government. There's civilians. No, no and one's debating government. Israel versus Palestine. It's Israel versus Hamas. That's the difference. Hamas are terrorists. But Palestine Hamas are people that government. Yeah, unfortunately, they were they were brought Hamas. into they were brought into power. That's a big problem. A problem that not enough people talk about. But uh, when you have you know 
a terrorist and organization. And how did the Hamas infiltrate the most yeah, it's a impenetrable thing. place on planet Earth? It was a it was a unprovoked sneak attack during a holiday during when a holiday. security forces should be stronger because no one's looking at yeah. their phone. It was it was a huge huge issue. <sighs> Uh, a devastating moment in our uh, in our people's history, but we will overcome this. Like we always overcome. We've been it's here sad before because we go full circle. We started with that. I know, and then we come back we to it because that. it's happening. And it's it's on my heart. It's very hard for me to be here. I'll be honest. Sorry, it was hard sorry. for me to leave my family. And uh, there's a lot of um, uncertainty in this world, and a lot of mean people saying mean things. Um, I feel like but I need to stick up for my people it's too. It's media, social. It's not media. It's I mean, media. I know what's happening. It's my I heart. know what's happening. It's, oh, trust me. Social media is being used as propaganda. Um, and but and thanks things are to being God, taken. I don't see it live well, in action. Good, good, good. That's that's better. Maybe you're following the right people. I'm not ready for that. I couldn't no, do it. No, no, no. No one it's wants not to see for me. that. Um, well, let's end on a good note. I hope you get what you want this Saturday. Uh, if you want me to put in a word with Mams, is he treating you well? Because he's going to come on here in a moment. Anything you want me to say to him? Are you happy? Yes, I'm, I'm good. <clears throat> I'm very happy. It's just all patiently waiting Your time for my come. moment to shine. Your time will come. You're not Kind of like the... at the press conference in London. Yeah. I was off to the side. Yeah. They didn't call me up on stage. We were talking about, what do I do? Go up on stage, be a clown, and flip the tables? No. Oh, John Fury's going to handle that. He's not a clown. He earned it. He's the dad of the dad or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he, he can do that all he wants and make it be cool and tough. I can't do it or I'm the clown running up on stage just trying to get attention. I sat off to the side like a professional. I waited my turn. They let me talk. And I told the people, hey, if you don't know me, just you know, pay attention it to my fights. It is crazy to me that you just like walk up in there. Like if this was an MMA crowd, everyone knows you, right? But it's a different audience here. I that you have so. to say to people if you don't know me, but they are going to so. know you, just like we have. I want them all. I need them all to look because I put everything into my fights. Um, I need I need more eyes to watch. That's why I'm here. I'm doing all I can to to make everything to make the most out of this because this benefits my family. The more that watch, the more I can make. The more I can do, uh, the more I can benefit and and then give back. We need more people like you. Mike, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much. I wish you the best. Thank you for doing this. Platinum Mike Perry, everyone. How about this guy? Overdogs Podcast, Kan Pai. Is it Kan Pai? Kan Pai. Kan Pai. Whatever, tomato, tomato. It means cheers in Japanese. Does it? I I actually like the logo. If you type in Kan Pai on your Mm -hmm. iPhone, it shows you emojis for like clinking glasses together. Maybe they want to sponsor me. I think they do. Okay. We'll talk. I'll, I'll holler at ice bags. Um, you, I mean, we're just live right now, so you can just walk out. People are watching us. Okay, all right. It's just a very impromptu thing. Yeah. All uh, right. Thank you, everybody. Everyone's loving you in the chat over here. Thank you for so doing much. this, Mike. You're the man. Platinum Perry, everyone, in Manchester. We told you that he would be here, and now here he is. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming. Much respect. I hope you made yourself comfortable. All good. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just be careful with the camera over there. Uh, that's our lifeline to the world. Um, a great chat with Platinum Perry. It's been a while since we had a chance to uh, sit down and talk to him face to face. Oh, he did it. He made it happen. Thanks, guys. Uh, do, do you want to show them where to go? He, okay, he's going to walk you out. He's going to GC's going to walk you out, Mike. Much love. Good luck to you. All right. What about? Oh, hi.
Hey guys, how are you? Oh yeah, I, you know what? I need my. Uh... Wait, where are you going? What time is it? I'm just going to get in my coffee here. One second. Oh, okay. A little here. coffee break. Well, I mean, it's like we're live. You know, we're live. Thanks everyone right. who's joining us. Coming up is Mams Taylor. Um, that was fun with uh, with Platinum, right? I thought so. Well, Rick, what'd you think? I don't think. Um... Oh, sorry. The flag is coming down. My apologies. <clears throat> um, I thought a very subdued Mike Perry hey, seemed been very that way, though, calm right? and at ease. Hasn't he been that way? I think we kind of vacillate, right? Like when he <laughs> he's on at the same time as Luke Rockhold, he knows how to turn it up. Um, but uh, subdued Mike Perry this time. In the short while I've seen him, yeah, he definitely a lot more calculated, calm, pretty awesome. Oh, there's a good shot of my uh, tuchus there. Um, yeah, trying to fix that's everything the right here. response to what I said. Um, no, I'm looking at the stream. Sorry, my bad. Um, hey, whatever. Uh, this friend. is fun. No, no, it, it was very, it was very poignant what you had to say. It was very poignant. Um, Just adding to the conversation. Finish. Yeah, no, no, it was very good. How's everything over there in Master Control? Everything good? It is amazing. So much fun. Has anything? I don't. I have. I've been offline, uh, New York Rick, and we've got Mams Taylor, the uh, co-founder of Misfits, coming up. <clears throat> have things been happening? Yes. Because uh, some things. Okay, tell me. Some things you... have definitely happened. Okay. Um, so John Fury threw a water. John okay, Fury threw a water bottle at uh, KSI. KSI appeared Legit. to like spit down from the balcony on uh, at him. Um. Dylan Dennis did some wrestling moves at the open workout. Logan Paul threw one punch and then did his own grappling. Um, so it's been an odd uh, situation going on over there. Okay. This uh, one guy, Ryan Taylor, got uh, got arrested, I see. Couldn't tell you. Did that you one that? hasn't hit my timeline yet. Don't okay, know. Don't know who that is. I'm fall- I'm seeing uh, Dylan here uh, choked out L. Brooke, but that's a joke, yeah. right? No, she got choked out for real, like legit. No way, she went out. Yeah, she went to sleep. Yes, he choked her unconscious. Are you messing with me right now? No, <laughs> that's horrible. We well, can't do that. I mean, we've seen it done a hundred times. Like, to woman, people people love getting going to fighters and asking to get choked out. So yeah, she got choked out. Holy smokes! Okay, um, so it's a good time to have Mams on. Yeah, uh, you can ask him about wait, all the drama that's unfolding. The full fight between KSI, John Fury, and uh, Gregory Paul. Who's Gregory Paul? Oh wait, Gregory Paul is uh, is Logan's dad? dad. Oh my! I'm watching this here. Okay, so I, I think crazy. to call that a fight might be <clears throat> might be overstating it, but uh, we'll see how you feel. Um, John Fury rages at KSI. Logan Paul's dad. Oh my god, it's a good thing I got out of there, huh? GC, crazy things are happening. Fights at the open workouts. Have you heard about this? You join me right here. Why not? Are we uh, are we framed up? Let me see. I don't think we are. Wait, wait. Oh, because you <laughs> had to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, how could we not be? Oh, did you do it when he left? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice and smooth. Ah, uh, you know yourself. It was nice and Have a seat, smooth. GC. Have a seat. <clears throat> it's good. Yeah. 
Uh, guys, can I ask you a question just between us friends? Am I hiding the fact pretty well that I'm extremely tired and jet lagged or is it, is it obvious? Be honest with me. I thought you might say hot. I'm okay, it's but there are warm. moments where I think I'm going to faint. Look at yeah, that jersey. Or a kit. Skin yeah, how about this guy? I mean, that's an the old grass. school Man United jersey right there, yeah, right? Yeah, 98 Beckham. 98 Beckham. Uh, let's see the back. Yeah. Wow. Did you buy this for the trip or you had it? Oh, no, of course. I bought it for the trip. Oh, yeah. wow. Where'd you get it from? Classic football kits? Uh, I wish. I wish I knew about them. Yeah. I would have just gone shopping there. Is it legit? Oh, legit. It's as legit as you get a fish. Wow. Efficient. I mean, we're this. talking stitching and everything. It's That is nice. Going to wear it to Old Trafford later this week. Oh, yeah. We're going to go on the tour. I'll probably um, wear some city stuff this week as well. Don't okay. think I'm uh, sure. Um, is this because of the uh, documentary? Yeah. yeah. You got an honor. So actually, if I'm going to be totally honest with everyone here, I was going to try and get a Christian Erickson jersey. Oh, yeah. Uh, none of them could ship in time. You know, this was a little bit Where'd last you get minute. this from? eBay. Really quick shipping. Oh, it's used? No. New with tags. Really? Yeah, you got to type in NWT when you do the old eBay. Wow. I've that means never... new old stock. No. Huh? I'm wrong. What does that mean? No, you are wrong. NWT knew with tags. I said it before. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You're hiding it well, though. You get uh, you got a second cup of coffee here. Uh, let's see. Um, Twenty six minutes ago. Okay. Okay. So we did get an update from Phil. Yeah. Uh, Ma'am, still the workout as things have been delayed. Okay. So that was he's going to join us. He's leaving in ten, but that's thirty minutes. So we've got some time. Yeah. Okay, we go back to the What about uh, Mike? We got the whole team here with Mike, huh? Oh, yeah, man. You're all deep. Social back there. Yeah, we had social back there. It was cramped in here with four people. So I was hearing some activity back there, and I wasn't sure if it was next door or here. <laughs> and then, I, when, then when it became clear that they were here in the room, I was wondering where they were sitting. Uh, Did you happen to catch a glimpse with any of the chairs? chairs. No, bed? Any bed? Yeah, no, no, no bed, actually. Really? Did they you... insisted chairs. Oh, really? Out of respect. Wow, because I was worried about that. No, 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 yeah, yeah. They, I actually cleared a chair off. One of them was like, I'll just sit on the chair. Okay. Yeah, they were very, yeah, uh, they were insistent. Wait, how many people were there? There's two there, two in here. Okay, so it was just, uh, I saw one guy and, and, and his wife. Yes, that's okay. correct. That's, that's like, correct. Man, you know. Uh, I'm big on the not wearing outside clothes on the bed. Yeah, actually, that brings up another good point. How, how are you feeling right now with everyone? I mean, I sit here in the sandals. I'm in a s- lot of people walking yes. in shoes in here. I'm actually in shoes right now. Yeah, I'm wearing my uh, slides, my New York Knicks slides. Uh, there's a lot. <clears throat> this reminds me of the time that I had a party in my house and I asked my son to draw a picture on the uh, door oh, to man. say, please, you know, remove your shoes. I sort of wish that we did that this time. Do you around. want me to tell Mabs Taylor when he gets here? Oh, oh, I feel like the damage is done. Mabs has had a, uh, he's had a stressful day. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Um, but it would have been a nice, or we should have got those booties. You know, the booties that you put over Cover the shoes. Up, yeah. Those are so insulting. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Mike was down for the cause. Like he was happy to be here. It was great, man. I mean, when I was talking to him on the phone, he, I was like, thanks so much for coming. He's like, no, thank you for having me. He's uh, so yeah. lovable all of a sudden. <laughs> He's just like a regular guy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Should we get back to the questions? You can hang out here. You think I should hang out here? Why not? Do you not want to? You, you get uncomfortable when you're on camera and not doing something. Doing right? something. Yeah. <clears throat> let's I play this out, out, though. Um, yeah, let's play it out. What's the so next question? Mams comes and then you have to get up and, and then go. He, yeah. Well, I'm going to have to go get Mams, so it'll be natural. You think, have your phone? Yes, yeah, right here. Okay, so we're good. Right here. Um, Frank led questions, huh? Yeah, Frank did a great job. Um, 
uh, Kai was just saying, like, why is 300 such a big deal? Because we presume that 300 is going to be a card that is stacked. And also, people just get, like, Beltor 300. We talked about it a little bit more because it was Beltor 300. The card wasn't anything to really write home about. But it's just, like, it feels – people want to celebrate things, right? Milestones. They just want to Don't be such a, uh, a ninny, as we say. Uh, Stefan. Shalom, Ariel. I really appreciated your opening to Monday's show. Praying for peace to be restored. Thank you very much. My question is about this week's thousand pound gorilla. Oh, Frank, why did you tell me this question was about Platinum Perry? I would have asked him the question. Uh, if Platinum Perry hypothetically knocked out Logan Paul this weekend, could we be talking Monday about one of the biggest stars in combat, regardless of whether Dennis Flakes? Is Mike lined up for a fight with one of the Pauls down the line? Any idea on his December BKFC opponent? Shout out to MF Zoom. Yeah, boy, Lanzi. <clears throat> I, do, I do know who the opponent is in December. I figured it out. Can you share it? I don't know. Uh, should I ask Adam Perry if you could share it? Well, yeah. You know, I'm so out of the breaking news game at this point. You know, I leave that to like the over. It feels like that was, a, that was a passing of the torch. Then. Yeah, this was a passing yeah. of the torch. Yeah. Um, I think it's. I think. I think. I think the fight, if it actually happens, if it gets signed, because last I checked, there wasn't signed. But if it happens, it, it's a fight that would be uh, perhaps befitting of a setting such as an underground, an underground setting. Um, and so perhaps that's a clue for people out there. I'll leave it at that. It might have gone over your head. Way over mine. Did it go over your head? Say the clue one more time. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <clears throat> okay. Say the clue one more time just for everyone out there. Clearing Rick is the up. king at getting these puns. And so to me, this is a fight that I think would be uh, befitting of an underground setting. Oh. Um, <laughs> anyway, if 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 Platinum doesn't fight this weekend, I, I do feel like he has set himself up for a potential fight against one of the Paul brothers. I feel like... I'm there. Yeah, I'm a thousand percent there. I mean, I was just telling. I mean, him they have been like, dilly dallying with him, you know, for a while here. Yeah. They've been playing footsie. What'd you say to him? That like, it, uh, I pray that he fights this weekend. Yeah. Like, anytime he fights, it's, it's must see television at this point. But if he fights this weekend, that means we're not getting Dylan. We need some closure to this. That is true. That is true. I mean, anyway, he said he's going to fight someone in the crowd. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, if in fact he does get a fight, yes, it would be a very big deal. And if, in fact, he does win, it would be a massive deal. Jesse, Ariel and the Boises, do you think any original UFC champion for their weight class could beat a UFC champion of today? Any original UFC champion could be the current UFC champion. Light heavyweight could be either Yuri or Alex for craps and giggles. Todaraba, todaraba, Jesse. Um, no. This is all you. No. Like a UFC one champion or even like the original UFC champions? No. The game has evolved too much. The game has uh, has progressed. There's, there's, there's absolutely no way in my opinion. Maverick. Hello, Ariel and team. I know you said judges aren't allowed to talk to media, especially after bad decisions. What about refs? Can they? Yes, we've had refs on this show. We've had Big John back in the day. We've had Mark Goddard back in the day. We've had... Um, shout out. Shout out. I was going to say, ref aficionado <clears throat> Frank... Uh... Yeah, we had a bunch. What, what ref do you want to see next on the MMA? Mr. Dean. Thanks, guys, for putting on great shows, especially Frank for wearing multiple hats to keep the show going. Respect. He really does do that. Respect I mean, he's Frank, producer. 
He's a moderator. He's audio engineer. Uh, he helped us get um, graveyard shift. Graveyard shift. He helped us get a router, which I paid a pretty penny for. Which I don't. I think it's in the room somewhere, and I think it's helping us no. out with our stream. It's not. No. Okay, so I was just uh, wondering. It's been delivered. We never went and got it. It has been delivered. Yeah, it's been delivered. Oh we wow! Never went and got it. Okay, perfect. So I uh, uh, we'll do that for the Friday show. Yes. <clears throat> I mean, they told you the internet was smashing. It did. Yeah. But well, I mean, everybody reference that. there. Motel Six is like yeah, it's smashing internet. You getting call there? You seem to have. Uh... Uh, Phil Kirkbride's asking if uh, we can share a Zoom link. I'll let you just read it. Uh, we don't. Uh, are we doing a Zoom link? Uh, I and mean, this is this is live on the. Yeah, I didn't. That's why I didn't want to say any name. Can we even do a Zoom interview? I shouldn't even have said who sent the email. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we can do a Zoom interview. Yeah, I mean, which one? One or, is here. one or two? It'd be on Zoom too. Um, Give it away the secrets of the trade, huh? Oh, yeah. I mean, do you want to do this while I'm talking, or do you want me to do it? Yeah, I can do it. Can you grab uh, Zoom two and send it to? Uh, Absolutely, it's already uh, on the way. And could you ask them what time this interview is yeah, happening? Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. I mean, uh, sure, just throw it on us, no big deal. This is the beauty of live uh, live uh, streaming. It appears as though we're going to have. Tommy Fury on the show as well. Oh, yeah. breaking news! Uh, so, Rick, you may, you may have to tell me what's ha- what, yes. what happened. Do I need to watch this clip? Should I watch this clip? Can you slack me the clip so I can watch it? Are you and, still there? Uh, as this is happening, Mams Taylor is uh, has arrived at reception. Okay, we'll go and uh, get him. All right, this is amazing, guys. This is amazing. This is going to be fun. Um, we, we, uh, on your way there, you probably have to tell them that we have maps, and if the timing doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. Or if they want us to talk to him for five minutes, or, or, may, or yes, uh, you produce, or maybe we do it with Mam sitting here. I'd rather not. Um, okay, <clears throat> so Mam's Taylor going to join us. Let me uh, squeeze in a couple more questions here. Uh, we've had refs on the show. I'd be happy, but I will say. These days, it feels like they're less inclined to speak. Goddard does a great job of speaking, though. Uh, happy Wednesday, Ariel and crew from Cole. Last week, Dana said they're considering ranking expansion from 15 to 20. I think that's silly. What are your thoughts on this? That's just another way to promote a fight and say, oh, we've got uh, 18 against 19. Like, come on, what are we doing here? It should have always been 10. 15 is silly, in my opinion. Um... Will it help fans recognize more fighters this way? Is it to make Apex cards seem more meaningful with fighters? Yes, it's 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 absolutely a way to just say guy with a number next to his name is fighting guy with a number next to his name or or woman with a number next to her name is fighting woman with a number next to her name. Uh it's not exactly anything that really like does 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 an eighteen next to someone's name get you more excited? Really? To me, top ten. There's a distinction there, there's an honor there. It tells you that this person is a big deal. 18, 19, I feel like we're stretching. Uh, Irish Tuna, some months ago, you talked about passing on several good qualities to your son, but also that you passed on your anxiety. As a father, is there anything you specifically teach your son in terms of dealing with anxiety from ways that you've learned? Uh, That's a great question, in particular to my middle son, Walter, and my daughter, um... I see some some qualities and maybe not the best ones from me being passed on to them. 
And I try to remind them not to sweat the small stuff. And I try to remind them that it's just important to have fun and that, you know, the, the, the game that they just played doesn't really matter. Um, but I also am enjoying, especially with my son now with soccer, I'm enjoying trying to guide him into realizing his potential because I feel like he kind of rested on his laurels a little bit and like just being candid, my son, Walter is an incredible soccer player, but last couple of games he didn't start and I could tell it really bothered him. And so we were trying to figure out together why that may be. And then yesterday he told me that his coach said some really nice things to him. And I told him, you just have to get your coach to believe in you and trust that you are going to play at your potential and, and fight and be aggressive and, and, and push and not rest on your laurels. <clears throat> and I told him, just show him the effort. All coaches want is to be shown effort. Um, they want to know that you're going hundred percent, that you're pushing yourself. And uh, I think that's working. And so doing things like that and not being like the crazy sports dad, one second. Oh yeah. Did you hear that, Frank? That was a nice crack. Um, yeah. Or any kind of crazy dad, uh, is a lot of fun. I really, I really enjoy that. And, um, yeah, I, I, I miss them dearly. I, uh, I hate missing soccer on the weekends. But, you know, sometimes you got to do it, especially for big events like this one. But I hope they don't get my anxiety. Uh, like yesterday, I was super anxious leaving. I really, you know, it was really hard for me, too. Uh, I felt very guilty. I felt very nervous. Um, you know, weird times. Uh, and, I, and I hope my wife doesn't have that kind of anxiety, maybe about other things, but she's not a very anxious person. And I hope that they get that from her <clears throat> as opposed to me being anxious about pretty much everything. All right, Frank, everything. Um, oh, I never noticed. No, I mean, I get, I get nervous. And I think I handle it pretty well, if I'm being honest. But, As someone uh, who's also anxious, I could say that you handle it even better than me. I, 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 I fake it pretty well, wouldn't you yeah, say? Yeah, I would say. And you should drink more coffee to handle that anxiety. Yeah, you think it's good? I'm just trying no. to, I mean, <laughs> it's 7.50 p.m. here, Frank. Um, we, we, we took the flight. We landed at 7.30 a.m., which is 2.30 a.m. back home. Hardly slept. Volkanovsky's, you know, jumping in. There's all kinds of craziness going on. Um, so, you know. <sighs> oh, yeah, people are talking about my, <clears throat> my cracking. Um, I, 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 I sometimes, like, tune into these... Uh, Twitter spaces things and this is Twitter spaces is a big thing in the crossover boxing world. And, uh, sometimes maps comes on these things and people go crazy about some of the things that he says. So is it, I, I wonder, is this going to be like one of those Twitter spaces? Can we alert the masses? Who do we need to tell about this? Everyone. Um, so New York Rick is, so there was a fight, right? He, people got punched in the face. Jumped off. Oh, is that why he didn't answer me? Is it because of the fight? Let me see if I can watch this real quick. Should I? Um, the look of love. Okay, so I'm seeing something here. It's a bit of a bird's eye view. I'm going to do a little play-by-play -play for you guys. I see Tommy. Very easy to point him out. Um... New York Rick saying that you kicked him off, Frank. You know, he would say that. 
Um, okay, so I'm seeing more stuff happening here and not a lot of activity. Oh, I guess it's from the top. Oh, I see here. So KSI, I wasn't looking up there. KSI is on the balcony and he's talking to Tommy while I think he's getting, is this going to happen tomorrow when I'm at the press conference? Is there going to be like people fight? Like I, I don't have the stomach for all of this. Okay. I'm all about peace and love, peace and love. I don't have the stomach for this type of activity. This is craziness. Do you feel like these guys, because they come from the influencer world, do you feel like they feel like they always have to make a moment, make a scene? Do you think that's part of the problem? Or is that part? Yeah. Was that rhetorical, by the way? I'm sorry. No, I was actually asking you. Yeah, I think that they turn it up to 11. It's entertainment, which, you know, as a uh, newcomer to the combat world, it's, it's fun. But, oh, now I see a bottle being thrown. Okay, it's a long clip. Oh, here's John Fury. I see him. Okay, I see this. I know these aren't the best of sounds, but I'm uh, I'm very parched at the moment, Frank. You do your thing. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I mean, we're live. Okay, we're live. All right? We're live, everyone. Things are happening. Um I know. I'm sorry, Sean. Sean is saying he feels like he's uh, spying on me doing work through when I'm I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to get this I'm trying to get this going and uh understand what's going on before we get this uh guest coming into our kitchenette and uh you know we don't take breaks. We don't take breaks, guys. That's just what we do. Uh we're live. Okay, we're live here. We're crazy. We're crazy. Okay, let me go back to the questions. Is New York Rick back? Because I think one of these questions is for New York Rick. Not yet. Okay, he's not. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, <clears throat> Clamato Juice. Uh, nice name. Ariel, shout out to you and the family abroad. Much love, my man. Uh, thanks for delivering us solid entertainment in these trying times. You bring out the best in everyone. Question for Frank. He had a big dub on Saturday. Let him have this one. I agree. Which lead-in is better? Mars Volta's Sun et Lumiere into Intertiactic S S or Parabol? Yeah, or Parabola into Parabola by Tool. Love the show. Gets better every year. Rock on GC. Start a GoFundMe for International Fight Week next year. I'll donate. Clamato juice. Wow. How kind. Do you drink Clamato juice? No, that's like a tomato juice, right? Yeah, it's like a V8. Um, it's yeah. It's a little no. spicier. It's very kind of him. Uh, I don't know what he was saying, but uh, please answer that if you can. Yeah. I'll explain real quick. He's referring to songs on albums that lead into <clears throat> another song and like they just get goosebumps on your arms uh, like this is a great break or whatever to answer his question parable going into parabola can't beat that but it's, it's a good question it had to go on the list i appreciate it Kumoto. okay okay um that's it all right um <laughs> Debo, shalom, Ariel. Curious to hear your thoughts on Dana White's comments at his presser where he got upset at Olivera's camp for leaking the news. Why is Dana so cut up on having to be the one who announces all the big news? Charles is the one who got injured and whose life got impacted the most from this. Shouldn't he have the right to announce that he's out if he wants? Thanks, and always enjoy the shows, Debo. Um, my understanding of it was that Dana wanted Charles to tell the UFC before he got it you know, uh, stitched up. He said they could have went to a plastic surgeon and done it differently and perhaps saved his spot on the card. But some of the guys like to say after they get it done because they're afraid of what the UFC is going to do. And he also said to his credit that he understood 
why they would do that, why they would be trepidatious about telling the UFC while the cut is so open and it was a gnarly, gnarly cut. I feel horrible for Charles and for the guy who, who was responsible for that sparring partner. I didn't hear him say that he was mad at him for breaking the news. Uh, if he did say that, yeah, that's a little bit silly. But honestly, from the clip that I saw, and maybe I missed it, I just heard him say, I wish he would have told us before he got it stitched up because maybe we could have helped save him on the card. So I actually agree with Dane on that one. Like, If you're going to be in business with a promoter, maybe they can help you stay on the card. Isn't that ultimately what you want? Um, but to his credit, he did say he understands why fighters are uh, hesitant to do so. So there you go. Another uh, another compliment from me to DW. Um, and by the way, shout out to them for bringing back the flags. It's a beautiful thing. I love the way they spun it. Organization who bans flags then makes a big deal about bringing them back when no one asked for them to be banned and no one really understood why they were banned. And now there's a whole big thing and people are like, look at him. I saw some... <clears throat> accounts some non-mma accounts post this clip and say dana white in response to what's happening in israel is bloody people bring back the flags like no he is not it has nothing to do with that uh it was probably in response to the russia stuff and then uh he said he was watching the noche ufc event and then decided that they should be brought back and they should have always been allowed at the very least they can't bring out gimmicks and masks and whatever or sponsor flags the the least they could bring out or should be able to bring out is a flag of their home country or any flag for that matter uh, as long as it's not offensive to anyone who cares is what i say uh so i'm happy that they brought that back i just thought the way that whole thing was framed uh was a little bit funny uh gamecock jake ariel long time listener first time asker i'll be traveling to nyc for the first time Come UFC 295 weekend. I'm curious if you and the fellas have any tips for navigating the city. Any do's and don'ts to consider? Also be my first time traveling without my two-year-old daughter. Have any advice for being away from your kiddos since you travel for work often? I mean, it's tough, man. It's tough, but enjoy it. And <clears throat> the silver lining there is that she is still pretty young. It's a little tougher when they uh, they get older. I'll get to the tips uh, in a moment. For now, though, let me put my uh, sandals... Uh, I'll be right there. Oh, Let me God. get my. Uh... <laughs> Let me take my headphones off and uh, make myself presentable because I think we have a luminary here. I can't find my sandals, guys. They're all over the place. I'm all over the gaff here. I'm getting them. One second. I'm just trying to clean up. Uh, I do believe we have company friends. I do believe. Let's go check. I feel like uh, I feel like this is my 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 Firefly Funhouse. Let's go check who is here. We'll open the door, and do we have company? And there he is, the great Mams Taylor. How are you? Great to see you. I think you just closed the door on my producer, GC, over there. I mean, <laughs> please, we're live right now, Mams. Um, how about this fancy studio that we have here? Yes, uh, we only had two guests on this uh, show today. It was you and Platinum Perry, and uh, I'm really appreciative that you would come in we've oh, met once you. before when you were there with jj in new york and i'm sorry it's not the usual mma hour studio but we're here i love it man this I is great it. um thanks for having me i'm actually a little bit shocked you're here well i uh i can't stay too long but i'm okay. very honored to be here it's uh you know big big week it's yes. gonna be there's so much going on it's crazy had a last minute pull out um so Do you mind just putting this a little bit closer yeah yeah that's it. okay so 
All right. Uh, just tell me, just so I know, uh, this is all live here, okay? So, yeah. like, we do things. Uh, how, how long do you have? 10, 15? What do you got? It's uh, currently 8 o'clock. Oh, okay. We got time. We got okay. time. Okay, yeah. okay. It's 8 o'clock right now, just so you know. Perfect. So, um, all right. Uh, I won't keep you that long. Can we start with the pullout? Uh, I saw while we're doing the show, uh, is Ryan Taylor out of the fight? Yes. What happened? He got arrested. Here? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't have all the details, okay. but he got arrested. And he's dealing with all that, so he couldn't take his blood test on time and everything else. It's uh, it's wow. it's a day in the life of misfits boxing. He got arrested today or recently? I think today or yesterday. Wow! And uh, can I ask what he did? Um, apparently, it's something to do with a music video he was working on, and it incited um, wow. some kind of uh, hectic craziness in the streets. Okay, now he was fighting Swarms in he a was rematch, swarms. and highly anticipated rematch, uh, a, a bitter feud, maybe one of the most bitter on the card, right? Definitely. Is Swarms going to fight someone else? Um, I'll know in an hour. I've gotten him a couple of options. Okay. You want to break something here on the show? When I get it, if if I get it in time, okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, this is like, I was saying, this is like those Twitter spaces that you like to do, and there's like crazy things going on, and people are calling in and attacking you. Uh, any chance it's Platinum Perry? No, I don't think Swarms is ready for Platinum okay. Perry. No offense to Swarms. No, I know, I know. And I think Platinum's a little bigger, right? He's definitely bigger. Yeah. Swarms is 165. Platinum's 185, I think. Yeah, I mean, he, he fights at 170 typically, but I think for this, he's in the 180, 190 territory, yeah, right? Yeah, he kept yeah. the weight on just uh, just in case. Okay. So. Okay, so that fight, so, so we may get Swarms, we may not. It's TBD. Yeah. Okay. I don't like canceling fights. I, if I... I you know, I'll replace an opponent or replace the fight. If I have to, I'll do whatever I can because I hate the letdown factor of that. Yeah, you know? so. absolutely, especially with uh, two big names. Yeah, um, I was, I've been doing the show for a couple hours now, but I saw on social media something happened at the open workouts with JJ KSI, John Fury, Tommy Fury, Greg Paul as well. Can yeah. you, for those that have been watching this and not that, apologies for counter-programming. It wasn't my intention. Could you tell us what happened? Um I actually wasn't in the thick of that for once, so okay. I'm not too sure. But I, I heard that uh, John Fury wants to fight Greg Paul, um, and KSI did something, maybe threw his gum at John Fury or something like that. So, you know, <laughs> it's all mayhem. Okay. It's, yeah. I uh, heard a lot of shouting, and that's when I, I got there too late. Is there any part of you that feels like you need to tell John Fury to take it down a notch? No. Okay, you're okay with all of this. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's John Fury. And do you think, look, a lot of people listen to me. Yes. I don't think John Fury is one of those people. Who okay, <laughs> okay, fair enough. Are you interested in booking a John Fury, Greg Paul? Greg Paul is the father of Logan and Jake, for those that don't know. Are you interested in booking this fight? Maybe in Mississippi. And why Mississippi? No, okay. it's, uh, I think it's uh, certain commissions would. would right. Not, <laughs> is it, but like you are known to, you know, go off the uh we push the boundaries yeah yeah but i always want everyone to be safe that's always you know uh things that we, we take major precautions with that even though it gets a little wild and crazy i don't want anything to actually happen um and i want the fighters to get into the ring safely so that's important to us of course okay and what about the line like i was talking about this before you came in you know jj logan uh dylan to a degree all like they are creators, right? Yeah. And sometimes I feel like they put this pressure on themselves to create moments, but that could be jeopardizing your event. Like if this gets physical today, tomorrow, weigh in, 
they want to create a moment. They get so fired up. I think, I think it's all authentic and coming from a place in their heart that they want to just explode, but they have to recognize that like there's an event to be held, right? How do you, how do you balance that between the creator and then ultimately you're a prize fighter. This whole thing goes in flames if you don't fight on Saturday. It's uh, it's a balancing act. You have to spin a lot of plates and, and look, Sometimes you see comments like, oh, this is so uh, pre-planned or anything. N nothing is ever pre-planned. No one's like, hey, John Fury, three minutes into the press conference, start kicking the tables right, down. Right. You know, like that's, it, you know, but we, we expect certain things to happen. Last um, event we had in Newcastle, 009, it was so tame that it was, you know, everything went beautifully, which I like mm -hmm. because then when it when it does go a little crazy and chaotic, it doesn't lose its effect. You okay. know, it's not like every time you're going to get that. Right. So I welcome more of that peaceful kind of uh, fight week as well once in a while. Is there beefed up security for tomorrow yes. for oh, the yeah. weigh-ins? Yes. More security. Yeah, we got a lot of security for this event. So, Are you worried that something is going to happen that could jeopardize one of the fights? Not now that I have the amount of security. I have very high-level security all in the right places to ensure the safety of everyone and, and all of that stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely... Um, you know, I'm definitely not too concerned about that. Okay. It's uh, October 11th. Uh, I remember when you first told me privately that you were booking Dylan Dennis versus Logan Paul. Yeah. I have no problem saying that I said, like, you're crazy for doing that only because he burned you back in January. He did. But it seemed <laughs> like you were one of the few guys who believed that he wouldn't burn you this time around. In your heart of hearts, did you believe by Wednesday of fight week that he would still be here, that he would still be a part of the fight? I really did. And I think... I'm not going to lie and say I haven't had doubts throughout, especially some of his cryptic tweets and, and some of his more direct tweets. I'm out, you know, um, but I've had a, I've had a relationship, a good relationship with him where I feel that I've seen the other side of him where he's more or less straight up with me. And we talked about it and how important it is that he turns up from, from the get go. I said, I'm going to give you this opportunity, but you can't, you know, you can't pull out and, and listen, he's promoted the heck out of the card and he's won a lot of fans doing that. And I got to give him credit, but at the same time, it's mixed feelings because I don't agree with the way he's promoted. So it's, you know, but that's not, it's, I try and stay out of that as much as right. I can. At any know? point, did you say to him, this is going too far? Yes. Which, I did at which one time? point. Um, when the picture that was taken i heard was not uh not a picture that was online or whatever and i said hey this is this is too much what's going on take this down he did take it down okay and he did, he said he didn't know and he he, the, he said that it was a picture that he got online right so anyway that's it otherwise i just um i try and stay out of it it's shocking it's alarming and it's like um i'm close with logan obviously i you know and he's a great guy and i don't i don't like that this is happening and it puts me in an awkward position but then i've got to realize this is the platform i've given this is what the what misfits boxing i want i'm not going to say that this type of promotion is what it's about but anything goes kind of thing and i got to let them figure it out you talk about like shocking when not to me uh in a, in a sort of way like it has been shocking to see the support that he's gotten. Like when this fight 
was first announced, I thought Logan Paul, this is just what the doctor ordered for Logan Paul. Logan Paul, who's kind of teeter between babyface and heel, you know those terms, you're a wrestling mm -hmm. fan. Yes. If he is the guy to get in the ring with Dylan Dennis and knock him out, he's a babyface for life because everyone hates Dylan Dennis. What has happened now is it feels like Dylan is the face and he gets so much support and Logan is the one who's like trying to scratch and claw to get on his level in terms of support. Are you surprised by this? Honestly, I'm not too surprised by anything these days, but I will say that um, Dylan has become the anti-hero. He's definitely become the anti-hero that people are rooting for. Logan has his fan base, but I think when you're winning for such a long period of time, people are going to root for the underdog to some degree. Again, the means in which he became the underdog, I personally don't agree with, right. but but uh, he's there and he does it. And if he shows up and fights and puts on a real performance, um, his stock has gone up exponentially since since last time. How confident are you that he's fighting on Saturday? I'm I'm pretty confident. At this point, you yeah. feel very confident? I'd say I'm pretty confident, okay. yeah. <laughs> Isn't it crazy that on the Wednesday night before a Saturday fight that that's even like a legit question? But it kind of is a legit question with him, right? I mean, I had a pullout today. Yeah. It's, it happens, you know, and it's not it's not darts. Uh, no offense to yeah, darts. No, no, it's okay. It's <laughs> you okay. are, yes. I'll be your darts. I do. Okay, yeah, we'll but play. yeah, but um, uh, it's it's not darts. It's not it's not pool. It's not celebrity golf. At right. the end of the day, people get injured. This is something you got to take seriously when you're in that ring. And it's easy for people to poo poo these guys, but they do the training. Mm -hmm. They live like fighters. Some of them year round. Some of them three months before a fight. They start, you know, getting into training and then two months before get into camp, but they live like fighters. So um, they're in the ring and some you've seen there's a different level um, of talent there. There's some guys who are a little more casual and there's some guys who have been doing this for a bit longer. And look, you've got KSI fighting a, a pro boxer who beat Jake Paul. Right. Um, and I think people are going to be pleasantly, well, they're going to be surprised by what happens on Saturday, hopefully, you know. And and. I'm curious, you said he promoted the card well, you may not agree with everything, but ultimately like he has done arguably the best of the four guys who would have thought in terms of drawing attention to the card. He's drawn the most attention yes. for sure, yeah. So you can make that strong case. Uh, just curious, do you want to still be in business with Dylan? after If, if he fights, win or lose, do you want to have him on future Misfits cards? It, again, it's such a it's such a tough position to be in um, because of my relationship with logan and dylan and it's not you know it's not me i'm not trying to be disloyal to anyone but i have to be loyal to the business and he's he's good for the business mm -hmm. you know um so he's he's got a fan base and people are interested in seeing him fight and at the end of the day as long as people are interested in seeing him fight then then i think it's a logical move to to keep him fighting both he and logan told me that uh misfits had to pay bellator a hundred thousand to allow him to fight is that I, I can't comment on that. <laughs> All I'm asking is, uh, can he even legally fight for you guys after this, or would you have to keep paying them every time you want him? Well, I I've got a good relationship with Scott, mm -hmm. and um, and he's been such a gentleman, and we've always worked it out. It's never been contentious or or difficult, or it's it's literally been like, you know, one quick conversation, and we're like, okay this is how we're going to do it. Are you cool with this? Yes. You know, so whatever's involved, I'm, I'm pretty confident um, that it's, it's not going to be too, too challenging. 
is, was it challenging to get Logan to fight on this, given his WWE deal, or is that a carve out that wasn't even an issue? That was a carve out too. Okay, yeah, so so pretty easy. Yeah, Logan wanted to fight. They wanted the prime card, um, limited edition bottle. Wow, look at this! Yeah. The prime card bottle. I would have brought you one. I yeah, just, it got I mean, too hectic I'm with John here. I mean, this, <laughs> wow, look at that! You've got the card on there. You guys are master marketers. And what flavor is this, by the way? This is uh, ice pop flavor. Oh, so you've you've tried that, but it's in the limited uh, skin. I like. Can people buy that? No. Oh wow! I'm sure on eBay someone's going to be on there. <laughs> that is incredible. But, but yeah, they're limited to a thousand winners from t- today. Why did you book KSI versus Tommy Fury? KSI wanted Jake Paul. He really wanted okay, Jake Paul. Okay, we can Paul. talk about this. This is fun. I've been looking forward to this. Yeah. Yes. And this is the one. This is the one that we've all wanted. The yes. whole community, the whole scene has wanted this, even before I was a part of it. So like me coming in, a lot of people see me as an outsider who just jumped in. But but listen, it's it's... I'm in the KSI business. I'm in the Misfits boxing business and all of these businesses. So I take it seriously and I do my research and I, I look into it and I was like, of course, this is the logical fight after the, the Logan and KSI fight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been impossible to make that fight. And it's not been for a lack of effort from our side. They've teeter-tottered between, oh, Jake wants to go the pro boxing route. Jake wants to fight. Uh, a tougher challenge. Jake wants to do this. Jake wants to do that. Okay, we'll do the fight. Let's do the fight and then change their mind again. So it's really been a case of us just being frustrated and trying to make this happen. And at this point, if you say, I saw one of your tweets a while ago saying like, you know, um, that this fight has to happen or else, you know, it's really not a lack of effort from us. Oh, it wasn't or else. Like I wasn't trying to like threaten anyone. <laughs> uh, I was just saying I really was... want to see it. But I think what you're referring to is when I said like shame on everyone. Shame on everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. But it's it's really not shame on us because how many times can you try? And you can't just give in to everything that these guys want. And it's so much game playing and it's exhausting. And it got to the point where we said, okay, um, well, Jake's lost this fight. Okay. So I was like, I want Tommy Fury. Okay. And we were negotiating with Tommy and he's like, why haven't we signed this? And we're like, we're stuck on the wait because we were going to do 180. That was agreed initially verbally. Um, and then Tommy was Tommy's side was like 185 and we're like, there's no way. So he's like 183, take it or leave it or just have KSI fight a smaller guy. At least they were direct. They weren't right. like, <clears throat> they, they just said, we, we can't do this if it's under 183. So I told KSI that he's like, I'm taking this fight. I don't care what anyone says. I want to fight Tommy Fury. So, you know, he put his foot down on that and, and we will settle. Let's give it some more time. See what happens. It's a big payday for everyone for Tommy. You know, he's doing great out of this. And, um, and KSI was like, no, I don't want to wait. I want to fight him. I want to have this goal in my head so I can stop my camp. Would you have preferred him not fight Tommy Fury and especially at this weight? No, I believe in him wholeheartedly heartedly because of his i know what he's capable of i know his willpower i know his his um work ethic it's unparalleled the guy is very very focused and it's easy to make fun and this and that but when when you see him like uh hopefully on saturday everyone will see get a taste of like this this ksi because he's uh he's very hungry for it but he wanted he even said he likes he's a goal-oriented person who manifests his goals and he goes for it fearlessly and he wanted to fight jake that was one of the reasons he got back into boxing he wanted to have some warm-up fights get back on on the level where he feels confident jake had a head start ksi was doing music jake was focusing on boxing and 
KSI is like, no, I want to fight Jake. Let's let's go for this aggressively. So we really did. And then when when he saw that this was just not going to happen with Jake's team, he said, well, logically for me to beat the guy who beat Jake is is the best way I can go. I mean, and, that's beating Jake without even fighting him. But as you know, styles make fights, right? Just because you beat this one guy doesn't mean you're better than that guy. That's what someone would say. But I understand where he's coming from. If I can't beat him, let me try to beat the guy who but beat him. But the guy him. doesn't want to fight him unless it's... Do you all... believe that, though? Uh, honest to God, yeah. I believe that he didn't know what he wants and he's conflicted. I think he. Uh, there are times where Jake really believes he wants to fight KSI. And he's like let's screw this let's put this to bed and let's do this i believe he thinks that and then other things get in the way or maybe because jake doesn't have as many things going on as say ksi who's got prime and misfits boxing and um a whole host of other things if jake fights ksi and loses to ksi that's it for him it's done where does he go from there you know, he's going to have to start playing volleyball or darts or something. Huh. And, 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 you know, I think, I think he's got a lot more to lose in that, in that sense. So maybe he, maybe he was hesitant for that reason, because if he really wanted to fight, we had all the, 99% of the terms agreed. Okay, Akisa so and I myself. Ask you, have you ever felt like you were there? Yeah. Yes. I, I even <laughs> tweeted this fight will happen this year. And what year was that? Twenty-three. Uh, okay, it was going to happen in December at uh, at a stadium in Cardiff, ninety thousand people. This December coming up, mm -hmm. or twenty twenty-two? So this, this like in December. a few months. Okay, yeah. and that would have that would have superseded this card. This, this fight, this card wouldn't have probably happened. happened. Yeah, it would have happened at uh, Principality Stadium. That's right. And why did we, we booked fall through? it? You we booked, booked it. the stadium. You, uh, you had the date. We had the date. What was the date? I can't remember. December thirteenth or something. Okay, and so why did it not happen? Nikisa uh, said that Jake changed his mind. Okay. And we even offered to move it forward to do it on this date, around this date, okay. October or whatever. And um, then he, Nikisa called me after the Tommy fight and said, hey, Jake's <clears throat> changed his mind. He's like, Nikisa said, I want him to fight KSI. I think it makes sense for him. After losing to Tommy, he should fight KSI. But Jake says he wants a bigger name and some, someone he can prove himself more against. Okay. And no disrespect to Nate. He's incredible. Someone I've grown up, you know, watching and being entertained by. I'm a fan. I'm not disrespecting Nate. But I don't think he's a tougher opponent than KSI in the boxing ring. Okay. At all. Um, you bring up Nikisa, Nikisa Bedarian, mm -hmm. who's his business partner. I'll be honest with you. You know, I like Nikisa a lot. I have yeah. a very good relationship. He's gone to bad for me. And I like you a lot. You're such a soft-spoken guy. You're like, this is only the second time we've met in person, but I enjoy our chats. You're a straight shooter. He's a very straight shooter. Why can't you guys get along? Why is that? Is it just because you back your guy, he backs his guy? Because I understand people not being, <clears throat> excuse me, the best of friends. But sometimes I feel like it gets like very personal with you guys, and I would love to know why. There have been times where him and I have gotten along really well. Okay. He's come over to my house. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he came okay. to my ranch, hung out. We Recently know. or a long time no, ago? No, a long time ago. Okay. When we first started talking. Okay. But he never stays true to his word, man. And, and to me, I don't care if I have to break my word. I will tell you in advance. You won't find out that I'm breaking my word. I'll call you and say, "Hey, I'm, I'm. I've got a problem right now. I can't. I can't adhere to the things that I said that I would do. This is what's happened. I'll explain it to you. If something, some force majeure situation happens with him, 
it was always weaselly and snaky and doing things that we we agreed specifically that we're gonna we made a handshake on and then he'd go back on it and he'd be like hey man it's not my fault it's this it's that so after the second time i was like what is the saying fool you once right you know so uh, that's what i said to you about he, booking dylan, booking dylan to the yeah. i think i think it was two or three times and i was like i can't trust this guy and do you think it's his fault or do you think it's jake's fault and he's just taking the bullets it for doesn't him? matter because if ksi um changes his mind on something that i give my word on then that's on him okay i you know but that's the brotherhood we have there's no i'm not afraid of ksi and telling him my opinion and he's not afraid to tell me his opinion so that's the relationship we have um of course of course i would you know i would bat for ksi no matter what He's done a lot for me. I've done a lot for him. We've got a tremendous partnership. It's very honest and raw. But at the same time, um, you know, if I'm responsible for something, I put my hands up and, and same with him. But I think with Nikisa, maybe he was covering up for Jake. I don't know. I don't know. Has it reached a point where you can't do business? I think we need you. I don't know. You, you, know, you mean maybe a mediator? Yeah, we need something. I would something. love it. I think well, that would be. I did suggest if they were to fight that we live stream the negotiations. I, I, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, and I, I stand by that because they always find like little. Look, Ariel, you're. Let's say you're objective in this, but you're a fan of Jake's and, a, you yes. know, and you're friends with Jake and KSI. Um, Jake has been caught lying multiple times. It's undeniable. He's lied about so many things. You get really heated when you tweet about Jake too. I'm like, man, <laughs> man, you're so you're such a like nice guy. And then I see some of these tweets. I wake up and I'm like, holy crap. Because bro, it just it's I've seen I've seen and and you know what? Outside of this whole realm, yeah. Outside of this whole realm of social media and fighting and everything else, he's probably a nice guy. Nikisa, I've seen the nice side of him. I've heard really good things about Jake too, but you know and and. You know, Logan and KSI hated each other for a long time. Yeah. Now they're great. You, you ever know? find that awkward that there's like such a beef with the brother, but yet the other brother is business partners with your guy? I sometimes wonder if Logan thinks like, uh, will see something that I say about Jake and he thinks like, yeah, you know. Have you ever had like a heart to heart with him about that? No, not about that. Okay. Not about that. But I think Logan accepts that a long time ago, Logan said, and he's, such a gentleman towards me i know you know there's mixed reactions online and everything but he's been a gentleman he's been a great partner he's been you know um really really honest and and uh very great communicator with everything so you know maybe that's i don't think that's a problem because they've just they've just settled into that relationship because i think logan at one point said hey if i take my brother's side over everyone then i won't be speaking to anyone because his brother had a lot of beefs at some point, mm -hmm. you know? So, I don't know. Do you think they'll fight? Each other? Yeah. No. Do you believe that there's a beef there, or is that all for the cameras? Like no. That, 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 that podcast after uh, his win over Nate was uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. No? Yeah, it was. But I think that they, uh, you know, they have that love that supersedes that stuff. And I think... At the end of the day, they're brothers, and you know, usually blood is thicker than water. And at the end of the day, they they patched it up pretty quickly and seem to be supporting each other. So that's nice to see. You know, you don't yes. want, you don't want to see feuds within families. Okay, so going back to you, you didn't necessarily answer it. Can you do business with their side? Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent. 
You want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Um, it just has to make sense, and it depends. There's so many variables at this point. I think we're in the driver's seat. Come Saturday, we'll really be in the driver's seat, God willing. Does a crossed. win hurt the chances, or does a loss? Like, wh- which scenario hurts and which scenario helps, in your opinion? Um... I mean, the fight, I, I'm very one-track minded with this particular fight. So I'm 100% biased. I'm 100% invested in KSI winning. So I don't consider, and I'm, I'm not a plan B type person. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is plan A, plan B, plan C. KSI is going to win the fight. Okay. And he thinks like that. So, we, so if he wins, does that mean the when? Jake, when he wins, excuse me, does that mean the fight isn't happening? Does that kill the fight forever? Um, it in your depends opinion? on JJ. Look, I I said this before. It's like with KSI, we talk about what excites him and what he wants to do. I'll never say, "Hey, man, you have to do this because it's going to make a lot of money." That's not my way, and I think that's why we get along so well. It's more like, "Yeah, I'm excited about fighting Conor McGregor. I'm excited about fighting this guy or not." But if he's not excited about it, then I'm not going to push for it. Mm-hmm. So he's leading the charge on that. You know? Is there any chance he retires with a win on Saturday? Yeah. It's very possible. Really? He's got a lot of stuff going on and right. a lot of things he still Is the Connor thing real? That was that was out of the blue, right? <laughs> we didn't we didn't know how it was coming. Anthony Joshua wins, Connor gets in the ring, does an interview with Ade and calls out KSI. What does he say? Uh, what was it about the eggs? Eggs. The egg card. The egg joke a couple yes, of times. <laughs> yes, uh, I forget it. It was like you you liked it. It was the egg yeah, like he 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 repeated it a couple of times. He's being bashful. He loved it. Um, is that is that a real thing? Um, egg boxing factories? No, no, no. Like is Connor versus is Connor yeah, versus KSI? Is Connor versus KSI an actual possibility? I think any, anything's possible, man. I I would love to see that happen personally. But again, does it excite KSI? Will it excite Connor? Um, there's there's obstacles in the way of making that happen, but I think it can. You know, is Connor going to be here on Saturday? I've heard he is. Okay, I've heard he is. Is uh, Jake going to be here on Saturday? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I got a text from Logan saying, um, and uh, and Jeff Logan's manager saying, um, hey, uh, J- Jake is concerned about coming, and I said he shouldn't be. Like, he will be treated like Logan's brother. Mm-hmm. And he'll be given, you know, full VIP treatment and everything else. I mean, this is going to be hostile, right? There'll be tension in the air for yes. sure. 
Who's going to be the fan favorite in that main event? Tommy Fury, who's from here, or KSI, who obviously is a gigantic star, but isn't a Manchester product? Do you think it's going to be like a pro-Manchester crowd, or do you think it's going to represent all of... I think of... there'll be a mix. Yeah. I think there'll be a mix Will JJ that. get booed? Um, honestly, who knows? I, I'm, I think JJ loves being the underdog. Mm. He loves being the guy who's who's there with a goal to against adversity, against all the odds overcomes and that's that's his mindset so he even tweeted like he hasn't been this he hasn't been excited about a boxing mm. match since logan paul which is interesting mm -hmm. you know so he's definitely excited he's twenty one thousand people yes sir sold out sold out in, what six seven hours something like that that is wild and, and the gate can you tell us what the gate is um, you have liberty to do that no i um i, I leave that to Keller. he'll tell you okay and uh <laughs> What do you predict the pay-per-view buys will be? Tough to predict with the piracy stuff and everything. but Because that's their fan base, right? That's always been the problem with them. Their fan base is so technologically advanced, advanced. and savvy. Yeah. Is there a case to be made that maybe they shouldn't be on pay-per-view anymore? There is, but I think that's that's like the whole Napster thing and Spotify, mm -hmm. how it evolved into Spotify and Apple Music now and streaming. I think when someone finds and figures out how to do that correctly and monetize and still be able to afford to pay the fighters then um, on the level that they're being paid, then they're going to crack that code, okay. you know? And it's something I've looked into as well, but it's, um, you know, big companies are always adverse to, to moving quickly and being first. So it's, it's not like there's a line of people trying to see if this works or not without pay-per-view. So this is a pay-per-view. What do you think? Does it break a, a million? Yeah. Easy? I, I'm confident it breaks a million. Easy. Can we get to two? That would be awesome. That Some have said awesome. my inclusion on the broadcast is what's going to get you guys over the top. True I, or false? I think that's very true. I think you're going to contribute is... to 80% of our pay-per-view. Wow. <laughs> uh, and just like Dylan, I don't get a cut as well of the pay-per-view. I don't know why. we got to talk that about is that. crazy. <laughs> is that true? Does he really not get a cut? Um, he He doesn't get a cut. Because you got to remember, he wasn't in a position to negotiate having pulled out of a previous right, fight. Right. And no one had a crystal ball to say, hey, Dylan, <clears throat> if you fight, you're going to bring this much business in. You know? And so, so he got a good deal for the time, and he ended up showing what he can do. Again, gray area with the method. Right, right. But to be fair, I think I've, I've had the conversation with Dylan. I'm like, you show up to fight. You do well in this fight. Um you've got a big future, you know, financially for fighting, whether it's with us, whether it's with someone else. Um, I think, I think at that point he's a commodity. Platinum Perry was just here moments ago. He said he wants to fight someone on Saturday. <laughs> Are you worried that he's going to try to fight in the crowd? Are you worried about this guy just coming all the way here and saying like, if I'm not getting Logan, I'm fighting someone. I don't think so. Okay. He seems cool, man. He, he is cool. cool. I do like him, but that's what he told me, so I just wanted to ask He's if you were just worried. fight anyone? Yes. I don't know. Him and John Fury, probably. <laughs> well, the one that he wants is Darren Till. Yeah. Did you try to make that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're, what happened? We're working. Oh, you're trying to. I, I was wondering if you tried to make it for this card. No. Um, I think we've, because of what Misfits Boxing has been around, about since inception, which is just over a year, what, 13, 14 months, um, I wanted this card to be the best of the best as a representative of what we've done in that year, okay. if that makes sense. And whilst I have 
we have moved into MMA fighters fighting. We've had that a few times, and I want to keep on growing in that realm as well. Um, MMA fighters doing the boxing stuff. Um, I feel that that might not be the right timing for that fight. So, okay, you but know. you are talking to Darren. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike kept bringing up a tournament. Is there anything you could say about that? The tournament, um, unfortunately, it was a pro tournament, so it would be three fights in one night. Wow! And the winner gets a million bucks. Okay. Um, How many rounds? Three rounds for each fight. Okay. And uh, the schedule conflicts were kind of out of hand, and because of that, we've moved that to next year. Okay. But are it's going to happen. Are there people confirmed? Um, a few of them are, yeah. Anyone you want to tell us? I can't. Oh, yeah. I can't. Sort of second. Let me do my surprises. Okay. WWE. Oh, style. you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like that? I love it. You love the WWE. <laughs> the mystery stuff. opponents. I know. It's fun. That tag team. It's it's fun to see. And by the way, uh, shout out to True Jordy. I really enjoyed your interview with him. Thank you. Yeah, uh, it was a great awesome. conversation. And, I, and I'm trying my hardest not to. I want to tell everyone out there to go check out that interview. And I don't want to rehash the same stuff that you spoke about with him. But uh, the wrestling, I'm a big wrestling fan as well. And so I see you 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 taking those elements from the world of WWE. Is there anything that you won't do? Is there a line, or are you open to everything? Well, the action in the ring is always going to be unpredictable. What happens? It will never in the be ring, scripted. It will never ever be scripted. Okay. That's one thing for sure. So, if people and people have wondered about that, just because, like, oh, what you do is more WWE, right? And, but of course, we don't have predetermined outcomes. Nothing like that. So, I will plant seeds sometimes and say, hey, like you know, not quite as simple as this. Like, oh, this guy just called you fat. You, you know, right? But we'll do that a little bit. And then, you know, let them, after we plant the seeds, we'll let some stuff happen. And and um, I'll tell someone, like I developed a guy called um, Uncle Pizza. He's still developing. He's a good boxer. I needed a replacement. Um, and this guy can box, but he didn't have as big a following as I normally have from, from most of our fighters. So I said, what are you passionate about? He's like, I love pizza. I love making pizza. I love eating pizza. I love ordering it. So I said, okay, you're Uncle Pizza. You know, so... It was, a, it was a Vince sort of esque yes. type move, <laughs> and you enjoy that. I enjoy it a lot. And then he goes and you know he's in a pizza hat with a pepperoni yes. cape, and he starts giving pizza slices to the audience. It's a bit of fun, you know. So and and when people you know like the uh, the old guard, if you will, the establishment, when they rip on you, when they say what you're doing is bad, everyone asks Eddie Hearn about it, and I think he's generally complimentary of you guys. I mean, I actually see him tweeting about the shows and he has nothing to do with it. I know to zone success. He's coming to the show. Yeah. He's going to be there. Yeah. What a guy. Um, but like, do you ever get offended? Do you ever feel like, has anyone ever, t- Dana White, you know, was asked about the car and he was like, come on guys, you saw that clip, right? Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm such a big fan of what Dana's done mm-hmm. in the space. I'm such a big fan of what Vince has done. I'm a big fan of, what Floyd, Bob Arum, uh, you know, all of these guys, uh, even Kala, who I'm working with, you know, his dad and him and his brother Nissa, that it's 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 like taking a mishmash of different things that we've seen. And for me, what I want to do is learn from the mistakes and make sure fighters are treated well. Make sure um, insurance is there if they need it after you know if 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 they have a career of this. And I wanna I wanna fill the the holes that we've seen with other organizations. And and basically, I made a rule that no fighter um, something happened early on, 
And I made a rule where we pay fighters directly and not to their management or mm. agents unless the fighter signs off and says, because the agent ran away with 80% of this guy's oh, money. God. You know, so stuff like that, I want us to be known as the most fair and transparent. And ultimately, the kids are going nuts for this. I get calls, emails, um, DMs from moms, dads, and from kids saying, you've changed my life. My son's used to be obese and depressed, and now he's boxing all the time. He wants to be on Misfits Boxing. If you call any gym in England and you ask them, how much more full they are with with uh, kids between the age of 13, 14, and 22, 23 because of Misfits Boxing. We're inspiring a lot of kids to get in shape. And when you get in shape, it's good for your mental health as well. It's mm -hmm. good for you to have these goals. Um, so I think we're doing a great thing. Um, it's something we want to develop more and more, the charitable side of things and giving uh, kids who don't have opportunities as much. We want to provide those opportunities to to box, find an outlet for themselves through boxing, music, and a few other things. That's a KSI and uh, Misfits Boxing project that we've been uh, looking into as well. So honestly, how can I get offended? We're happy. We're doing great. The numbers don't lie. I think we've, I know we've inspired traditional boxing to make matches happen, where to accelerate making matches mm -hmm. happen. What a great year it's been for boxing mm -hmm. already. And it's not a coincidence that that's been influenced by us putting stuff on that's making them say, okay, we got to make some stuff happen. Otherwise we're losing viewership. We don't have the numbers and we're, but we're certainly disrupting. Um, but it's only disruptive to people who have that mindset like, Oh, this is a disgrace. Why is there tag team boxing? Why not? How does it affect you? If anything, We've got kids now watching boxing that never knew right. anything about boxing. And a portion of those kids will watch traditional boxing and say, hey, this Canelo fella, who, uh, I've heard about him. Let me watch him. You know, I'm a boxing fan now. I, I should know about him. I should know about Benavidez ben right. and so on and so forth. So I think it's a good thing all around. I don't understand what the criticism is. If you saw, if you saw tennis... If you're a big tennis fan, and then this other tennis league where they wear roller skates playing tennis started taking off, why is that bad? Like, it just exists on its own in its own lane. What do you say to people who, and let me just make sure we're good on time. Oh, wow, we're rapidly approaching. Okay, you have eight minutes. Uh, what do you say to people who um, say, once KSI, Logan, Jake are done, this bubble is going to burst. It doesn't exist anymore. This is all hinging on them, and then we're done. I just don't, I don't see that happening. I see, I see the growth in some of these guys and I think the prime card is going to um, be a great platform for a big growth spurt for some of these guys. We're going to see some star making performances and that's why I put our best foot forward. We've got some of our best guys on this card. You got Sal Papi versus Slim, Dean versus Waleed. And for a first time viewer watching that card, they're going to be like, holy shit, this is entertaining. You know, these guys can fight. Uh, August of 2022, you have your first event. Could you have imagined a little over a year later, you're putting on an event like, like this, this big with these types of projections, or is this accelerating no, quicker I, than you thought? Honestly, like I wanted our first event to be like this, mm -hmm. but then I got a reality check of like, cause I had this dream card. I was like, Hey, DAZN, this is what I want to do. It's going to cost us 20 million bucks, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, uh, <laughs> that's not how it works. I'm like, Oh shit. So I got an education quickly from DAZN and from Kala and I'm the first person. That's why we have KSI and I have partners in this space 
Same with Prime. Right. We didn't know about the beverage space, so we have excellent, amazing partners that do. And the same with boxing. We didn't know about how to put on boxing events, so we partnered up with people we trust who are experts in that space. And that's the key to a business like this is like, if KSI and I had the egos to say, hey, we can do it all, then we wouldn't be where we are. But the ambition was to put our first card on and make it a big, big, huge banger. And it was a great card, sure, sure. but it's grown. And I think I was at WrestleMania uh, watching KSI and Logan and, and uh, afterwards I spoke to uh, JJ about this and I was like, bro, I want this production. Yeah. I want this for Misfits Boxing. Is that yeah. what we're getting on Saturday? We're, we're going to get that. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> we'll get that. Uh, a couple of quick hitters. Uh, one thing, you know, I could do a whole interview with you about Prime. I could do a whole interview with you about your music career, about all the things you've been through. And again, I would urge everyone to check out the interview you did with True Jordy, which uh, focused on a lot of that. And it's a fascinating life that you've had. Could I ask, who came up with the initial idea for Prime? Who deserves that credit? Embryonic stage, like who was the first guy? Who can you pinpoint and say, this is something... You know, like back, like someone brought it up first. Is there someone? Our partners. And who would that be? I can't, I, I don't know. Oh, they're silent. Yeah. Okay. Our partners are the geniuses. They came to you guys? They came to Logan and said, we want to do this with KSI and you. Wow. And they came to us. Okay. Logan. Lo so I reached out to Logan about appearing on a KSI um, <clears throat> Christmas special in the middle of summer. It was like the uh, Christmas Carol story. Okay. Um, it was called the KSI show and it was to promote his album. And I said, you guys, you guys, uh, you kind of get along now. You don't, they don't speak, but I know that there was no hatred. So I took the chance and reached out to Logan, called him and said, would you be a part of this show? And he's like, this KSI know." I was like, no, but I, I know him, bro. He, I think you guys would get along. So I was watching impulsive a bunch. I was like, this guy's a good guy. You know, he's, he's, a he's, he's got, um, he's an intelligent guy. He's well-spoken and he was, uh, and so I, I spoke to him and had a great experience speaking to him and, and he came and was a part of it. And KSI was like, if it was Jake though, I would have walked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I know, I know that's why we got Logan. Right. <laughs> and that relationship started from that appearance. Okay. And then Logan's uh, team hit me up and said, Hey, um, these guys have come to us about this drink. What do you think? I'd like you to speak to them. So I spoke to them and, and then the rest is history. But yeah, they deserve the credit. The Those guys are geniuses and they're, they're really smart. The marketing, KSI and Logan, they know what to do. Sure. And, but, you know, I think, I think, and they know their audience and they, um, they connect with their, you know, KSI's biggest, his biggest, I'd say, strength is his relationship with his audience is very raw and real mm. and honest. It's impressive. Yeah. And I think... I think, you know, Logan brings his attributes to it too. So it was just, uh, it was an unexpected surprise for everyone. You're a great marketer as well. Um, you know, I, we could do the tip or tat thing on the tweets and all that. The one thing that I've disagreed with you on or that I didn't like to see happen, you know, is the thing with Wade, just because it's a sensitive topic for me when a, sure. when a journalist sure. falls out of favor. Uh, are you really selling t-shirts that say have fun on? Is that a real thing? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah, but it's not done with malice. Okay. I, I actually uh, spoke to Wade about it, and he got the joke. Okay. Yeah. Wade and I speak pretty frequently about, you know, he called me, he said, hey, can we get media passes for my team to come to the event? I'm like, of course. That's you good know. to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's What happened with Wade was very simple. It's... A guy who's got a YouTube channel, he's outspoken, outlandish, sometimes comes up with titles that might be clickbaity, and sometimes the content is against the grain, and it gets people talking. Whether that's intentional or not, you guys decide. But ultimately, I think 
I think what happened was he started becoming the face of Misfits Boxing as a presenter, as the interviewer, as a commentator, as an all-round guy that's doing so much with Misfits Boxing. And then he would say or do things that were a little outlandish on the outskirts of acceptable, um, where it would potentially affect business. So I got the call from numerous people, and I, I had to reiterate to him, I was like, hey, man, if you're working for Apple, if you're working for Apple and you've got a big social media following and you're a face of it and people listen to you and you've got a contract with Apple exclusively to work with Apple, um, you can't go and say the iPhone 17 or 16 is a pile of trash going by uh, the Android because they'll fire you if you do. So we had those kind of talks six or seven times and it, it would keep going outside of those lines and it just made it impossible. So while I understand and don't want to shape what he says or thinks, if he's not going to be a company man in that structure and, and it's, and I even said, bro, if you're uncertain, call me, we can figure it out, whatever, whatever. But he, he is, he's got his own thing going and he, he, he wanted to have both. It's like this. It's hard. It's hard to do both. I, I've struggled hard. with that as well. Yeah. It's hard to do both. Yeah. It but, is impossible to do both. But I respect that. Yeah, and, and I told him he actually occupies maybe a more important role on the other side of the I, fence I agree. for you guys than being on the broadcast as much as it may hurt him. Right, but you know what? He is a valuable person in the community. Sure, one hundred percent. Because he talks about this nonstop. He has a following. His following grew on Misfits as well. Mm. You know, I think we. But you know, but he helped the following of Misfits grow too because he was he's talented at what he does and he makes good content. So last time we saw each other, we shook hands. We said, "Hey, there's no hard feelings. It's like a marriage. Sometimes sure. I have three of them. <laughs> it doesn't work. You move on." But I'm happy to hear that you're in that spot and that you're not denying credentials. Like it's fine. He can't work. He doesn't want. But he can go and make a hundred videos and poo-poo misfits if he wants because he's not in our immediate ecosystem. You I'm know? happy to hear that you're not holding those grudges. I have a minute. Um, JKSI, does it happen ever in our lifetime? I'd like that. I'd like it to happen. Yes or no? <laughs> Let's leave it there. <laughs> I say you. I think that's a yes. I'd like it to happen, uh, personally. KSI wins, obviously. Does Logan win on Saturday? Can you make a prediction, or are you abstaining? I've got to abstain from the rest. Okay. I'm openly biased about KSI. The rest, I'm in the middle. I'm Switzerland. Uh, very excited to be here. This is a lot of fun. We've been talking about this for a while. It's great to do the show from here. It's great to be a part of the broadcast. Uh, congrats on everything that you've done. It's really impressive, and I'm very much looking forward to seeing how this all progresses. Ariel, it's, uh, it's going to be an honor to work with you, and uh, I'm really happy you're a part of it. Thank you. Thank you. There he is, Mamps Taylor, uh, co-founder of Misfits, Prime, uh, Proper Loud Music. The man has done it all. Like I said, we could do a whole other interview, but he's got places to be and things to do and probably 800 fires on your phone right now that you need to put out. So I'm sorry for taking up so much of your time, but this was great. Thank you so much for coming by. There he is. You could, uh, you, this is it. We're live. Yeah. Do you want to walk, uh, Connor, do you want to show him out? Uh, there he is. Okay. Okay. You're cool. You know how to go. Thank you, Mams. We'll see you tomorrow. All the best. There he is. Uh, Mams Taylor of Misfits Boxing. That was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I think that uh, we covered a lot of ground there. Bringing in the guests. I don't know. Do we have more guests coming? Um, yeah, I think. Uh, what do we got? You guys still there? Oh, yeah. Oh, hey. Um, 
So do we have Tommy Fury now coming up? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Is he? Has he joined the Zoom? No. Okay, they said he's going to join at uh, 845, right? That was an interesting convo, right? I was like a good promoter convo. Yeah, very interesting. Um, he, almost, he almost walked out without his phone. He had me put his phone on a charger. Oh, my God. He was like, no, 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 you stay. I was like, no, nah, I, I need to give you Actually your phone. Give you, oh, my God. He was getting a lot of texts, a lot of calls. Yeah? Yeah, uh, a couple from uh, Georgia, a couple of Georgia area calls. Oh, interesting. I wonder who's there. Um, he did this interview with Chew Jordy that I listened to yesterday on the plane. Shout out to uh, YouTube Premium. I downloaded it. Um, hello? Are you there? Who's that? I don't know who that was. Um, but uh, I learned a lot about his backstory, about you know the things that uh, he has accomplished in the music business with the likes of Lady Gaga and Snoop Dogg and Carmen Electra and uh, Good Charlotte. And I was like, man, this guy has been around. I would love to see... Uh, the feud with him and Akisa come to an end because uh, I have a lot of respect for both of them and I would love to see the JKSI fight happen. It would just be too big. It would be gigantic. It would be one of the biggest fights in any sort of combat sport that can be made. Like in terms of money generated, I think it's one of the biggest fights that can be made. So we'll see what happens. There's a part of me that feels like if KSI wins, we go further away from that fight. And if he loses, maybe you know both sides say we got to make this happen now. But we shall see, my friends. We shall see. Um, all right. So it is eight forty-eight, and all right. I am being told that uh, we do have our final guest of the day. Uh, this is very exciting. He is one half of the main event on Saturday's Prime Misfits card. He's the man who defeated. Jake Paul back in February. It's been a minute since we talked to our old friend Tommy Fury, but he is here for a couple of minutes to talk about Saturday's massive card. Tommy, thank you so much for the time. Appreciate it. Thank you. It's good to speak to you again, sir. Yes, it is great to speak to you. Uh, again, we were live on the air while the open workouts were going on. Can I ask, uh, I've been seeing tweets and stuff like that. Uh, can I ask your side of the story? What happened there between your father and Logan's father and KSI, what was your perspective on what happened? Um, I think, you know, tensions was running a bit high. I mean, KSI was just spouting, you know, the usual nonsense that he does. You know, he can't fight, so he's got to con- compensate it with talking. You know, that's just what he does. Um, but, you know, it just shows where his mental state is at because he was spitting at people, which is very scruffy. I don't know how anybody looks up to him for being a role model. Um, and then Greg Paul, listen, he's just... He, he, but that people need to understand something. You do not go near me, Dad, Big John Fury, when he's upset, and that's it. Like Greg Paul was just in the firing line. I don't really know what Greg Paul said, but um, listen, you can't play games with my dad because he's not the man to be messed around with. Uh, is it accurate that your dad wants to fight Greg Paul? Is this a real thing? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he would have fought him there and then in the flesh, yeah. But um, I don't know whether he actually wants to fight him. I think there's only one fight my dad's after, isn't it? Uh, and which one is that, just for the record? I think it's Mike Tyson is after. I think that's the only yes. fight that he'd ever do. Oh, my God. What a, what a crazy turn of events that would be. Yes, he has said that before. Is there any part of you, Tommy, um, that, you know, we saw what happened at the press conference. It says, like, I'm getting tired of this. I, I want to... I want to be done with this. In other words, all the theatrics, all the crazy stuff. Are you ever getting tired of it, or is there a part of you that actually enjoys the circus? Are you are you are you are you are you like amped when these things happen? Um, you know, I don't really process it. You know, all this stuff that goes on. You know, it's they're all just 
idiots, aren't they? You know, no class, no professionalism. There's nothing there. It's like a load of kids running around. So I don't take any notice of it. Like if I did, I'd be the fool. You know, I'm just here to fight. You know, I've done my, I've done my working training camp. I've done what I need to do. I'm in the best shape of my life. And I'm going to go out there on Saturday night and I put this man away early. And I'm telling you that now. And I'm truly going to pack it up this time. I'm going to do what I should have done to Jake Paul to KSI on Saturday. And for everyone who doesn't believe me or doesn't believe that I can do it, tune in on Saturday night. Uh, I've heard you say that you want to end crossover boxing. Do you think that if you beat KSI on Saturday, that puts an end to crossover boxing? Yeah, definitely. I mean, at the end of the day, I think he's dead in the water now. Anyway, I don't think it's as big as it was before Jake was undefeated. You know, when I, when I beat Jake, I think that was it. You know, the hype is truly gone. You know, I've just been to the public workout then. Everyone was there to see me fight. And then when KSI, KSI came on, they all left. The building was empty. Nobody's interested because they're just what they are, aren't they? Like, you know, this is my show. It's in my own town and people's here for me. People's just watching it to see what if. But everyone knows what's going to happen. Even Anthony Joshua, KSI's friend, he had to say, oh, I'm sitting on the fence. It's 50-50. And that's his own friend because these mm-hmm. guys, they know. They know what's going to happen. So at the end of the day, it's a waiting game. Let KSI talk all he wants. He's only got two more days. Uh, is is there an argument to be made, though, that it actually is better for your business, for your career, if this actually continues? Maybe there's a Logan Paul fight out there. You've made some good money off of the crossover boxing world. You've uh, you've proved some people wrong. Would it be better for you for this to actually continue as opposed to killing it off? Yeah, definitely, 100%. But at the end of the day, I'm... I'm the head of the table now. I am. I'm going to knock out KSI. I'll be even bigger head of the table. And me and Logan Paul can get it 100%. I'm not, I'm not overlooking KSI. I'm going to get him out of there on Saturday, and that's all I'm focused on at the minute. But after that, of course, Logan Paul is welcome with open arms. But at the end of the day, once I destroy all of this YouTube influence of boxing, I'm going to bring a new wave out, my own wave. I'm going to bring the class and professionalism over from, pre- from professional boxing I'm going to turn it and just keep doing what they're doing, but forget all the circus act because they don't win fights. Talking doesn't win fights. Fighting wins fights. And that's what these guys need to understand. Who's the tougher test in your opinion, Jake or KSI for you? Yeah, I think, I think Jake Paul was a tough test, 100%. I think Jake, you know, at least Jake was in there against combat athletes. You know, at least he fought some um, combat people who's actually been in fights. KSI's been in there with YouTubers and a rapper. He's fought, he's fought a rapper and a load of YouTubers. Now, to go from that level, to jump up to fighting someone as clinical, as powerful, as strong as me, it's a big, it's a big ask. But on Sunday, on Saturday night, I promise you now, it's going to be an early night for KSI. I, I know the fight ended unceremoniously, but Joe Fournier is a boxer too, right? No. 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 <laughs> there was no, there was not one. I think Joe Fournier was worse than the YouTubers he fought. Joe Fournier did not want to be in that ring. Joe Fournier was useless. I think my mother could beat Joe Fournier. Didn't want to be in there. Useless. There was no part of what I seen on Joe Fournier. There was no boxer in him. So I can't even, I can't, I can't even, I don't even look at that fight. I've not even watched that fight because it was useless. Might as well have been it in the heavy bag. Do you watch any tape on KSI? Is there anything that is worth watching in your opinion? It's not worth watching at all, but have I watched all of his fights? Yeah. I watched everything. I know exactly what he's going to do. And I know exactly what he's going to come prepared on Saturday. He can switch up Orthodox and Southpaw as much as he want, even though he can't. Anyway, he looks so amateurish and he does a million mistakes. He has no defense and wings from wild shots. That's KSI in a nutshell. But watch how you defeat someone like KSI in emphatic style. 
come Saturday night. So I've got just three ingredients for him. And he's going to wish he never, ever shouted my name in his life. Can you give us a taste? What What are those ingredients? Oh, you'll see. I'm going to mix a good potion for him on Saturday night. Make sure you tune in. Okay, fair enough. And and, and just curious, uh, a victory for you, like a decision, like you did a, a pretty convincing decision against uh, Jake back in Saudi Arabia in February. Is yep. that not enough? Do you, do you need to stop KSI? Would Would you be disappointed with a decision win? Yeah. Yeah, no, I just, like I say, at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I'm going to do to KSI, what I should be doing to KSI. Let's have it right. I've been doing this all my life. These guys haven't. They've, they've grown up playing video games on YouTube. I should be going in there and destroying these men. I'm still upset that I didn't get Paul out of there. But trust me, on Saturday night, I'm going to redeem myself. I'm going to put on absolute clinic and destroy this man. Trust me. I am the professional boxer. I'm the bigger, stronger man. I have advantages in every single corner of this fight. So trust me, it's going to be an early night. And uh, just two more, and then I'll let you go. And thank you again for doing this on short notice. I appreciate it. Um, who's going to be the fan favorite on Saturday? This is your town. He's obviously a big deal in the UK. I'm the outsider. I've never been to a fight here. I'm just curious who's going to get cheered more on the way to the ring. I mean, it should be me, being as it's in my hometown, shouldn't it? But with these yeah. YouTubers, I don't know. And it doesn't, it doesn't really <laughs> matter to me. I'm not interested. Everyone in that building could be for KSI, and I'm still going to walk out on top. Because at the end of the day, the crowd can't fight, can't fight for you. And on fight night, yeah, I'm tunnel visioned. I don't see anybody from the crowd. I don't hear anything. I'm just tunnel visioned on what I need to do. And, and that's that. Okay, and last one for you. Uh, if all goes well for Logan Paul on Saturday and you're presented with a Logan Paul fight or a Jake Paul rematch, which interests you more next? Whoever, I don't care. I'll fight them both at the same time. Seeing as this tag team match is going on, them two can tag the tag team up together. They can partner up. And when one gets tired, they can tag the other one How's that? And I'm genuinely, I'm a man of my word. I will do that. Them two can be in a team together against me by myself. And when one of them gets tired, they can tag each other in. Fair enough. Uh, thanks for doing this, Tommy. Appreciate it. Good luck on Saturday. Thank you, sir. God bless. All right. There he is. Tommy TNT Fury joining us at the 11th hour. <laughs> That was that was high intensity out of Tommy. Can you hear the interview, by the way, with those? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I heard everything. That was high intensity out of Tommy. Quite the promo. What, what are you thinking? As a diehard Jake Paul fan, what are you thinking, Frankie? Yeah, Frank, what are those words? I mean, Is your blood a, boiling? That's a pretty good talk. But um, I think he's, he's, he's kind of got me scared. He's kind of got me scared a little bit. He had that look in his eye that he was serious. I mean, he is... Uh, he was fired up. Yeah. He was fired up. I was really impressed. Feels I was impressed. Like, feels like he's much more serious about it this time. About uh, going out there and getting a stoppage. I'm just uh, writing back to someone here. Sure. Um, you want to do the ad read? Yeah, yeah, yeah you got it? Um, Is he here. suggesting that you read the ad? <clears throat> oh, I love, I love when... Uh, when GC does the ad reads, no, uh, that was a lot of fun. I was uh, I was not expecting us to get uh, Tommy Fury here, but it's been uh, it's been a crazy day on the program. Honestly, when we started today, I wasn't actually <laughs> expecting to have any guests on today's show, and we've gone from that to Platinum Perry being the most calm one of the bunch to 
Mams Taylor, and now it's Tommy Fury. It's been a wild day. It's been it a wild day. It feels like it's been one long day. I feel like when I woke up Tuesday morning, yeah. it, this is the same day. Yes. I'm with you. I'm not going to lie. The wall has the wall's been officially hit. been We haven't hit. had dinner yet. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're going to have to we're get gonna have some, I'm uh, have to get through Should we get some curry? <laughs> Who's that? God bless you. <laughs> Who's that? Is that Dylan Dennis? That's Dylan Dennis' oh. music. Um, okay. Uh, no. <laughs> Rick, did you just sneeze, bro? <laughs> I think he's muted now. I think he's pretty. I think Rick. he's hoping that we didn't hear that. Um, Gazointites. That didn't look like a guy that just sneezed. Um, okay, let me just get through these last two questions. Uh, oh, this guy said, by the way, Gamecock Jake, he said, we got to get Action Bronson on the live show in November. We're working on guests. We're working on guests. Wow, that's a good shout. Um, Dr. Baklava in attendance. I mean, this guy like performs for a living. I can't ask He's him. He's busy. He's very yeah. busy. But great shout. Um, is New York Rick there? Because actually the last question is for New York Rick. I'm here. Okay, welcome back. Did you back. sneeze? Was that you? Seriously. Did I sneeze? Oh, shit. I don't know. I might have. Maybe. I actually don't <laughs> yeah, know. I was uh... like... Let's keep you muted until this literally happened two minutes ago. Yeah, okay, Frank. Yeah, how about uh properly communicating to the guests when they need to be on Zoom or not on Zoom? How about I can't can't hear you anymore? Uh, We're supposed to to trust this guy, Rick, that I actually said underdogs podcast earlier. We need to roll the tape back on that. I I Uh, encourage you to roll the tape back on that. Rick, last question of the day goes to you. Big money. Hello, Ariel and the gang. The unexpected Bills loss on Sunday morning was frustrating and depressing as a fan. Until I thought of the Chris Eubank Connor Band fight for a moment. My and how man. lucky we'd be and how lucky we'd be to witness such a masterpiece. New York Rick, please take this opportunity to further discuss why Eubank versus Ben is undoubtedly the greatest fight of twenty three and twenty four. Also, to Ariel G C and Frank, in your opinion, is there any other boxing match in the history of mankind that could possibly rival <laughs> Eubank versus Ben in terms of big fights, quote unquote? How many pay-per-views could it realistically sell? Two million? Three million? Love the show as always. Thanks, boys. I mean, that's for, what I'm was this, that what was this gentleman's name? What big was that money, gentleman's name? Big money. Big buddy. <laughs> I mean, oh God, it's perfect. It yeah, honestly, like, couldn't have said it better myself. Congratulations on the uh the best uh question submission in a long time. I mean, I, what more do I need to say? You're already on the wave. Uh hopefully the rest of them get there with us. You know, Ariel and, and GC and them are still a little bit behind, and that's okay. You know, when Eddie comes calling and and needs some people to promote this fight, like just call me up. Show um, leave <laughs> from, the other leave the other non-believers behind. Just let me get out in front of that. Uh, earlier today, it seemed like Eddie was talking about uh, that it's getting close for December, and obviously that piqued my interest, and I got excited. I'd say the biggest news in the last you know twenty four forty eight hours for sure um, in the combat sports space. So oh, yeah. yeah, let's do it. We're we're on our way, and uh, I'm ready. Sign me up, December. I, I I'm not going to say yet. I'll be there, but the the thought of going there is already uh in my mind and, and figuring out how to be a part of this you have been my eyes and ears on social media uh is there any update yes. on the paulo costa paulo costa situation only um more speculative un un uh confirmed information tweets from like costa and hamzat so nothing really worth 
lending too much credence to just a lot of you're a chicken pull out this like we're we're kind of still in the same spot okay i'm seeing something about henry cejudo and marab duwalishvili yeah they had a little tete-a-tete uh via social media it seems um where marab is basically saying hey if you're the guy let's do it and henry i think preemptively kind of um trying to pick a fight with marab so yeah it seems like it seems like those two want to fight, and it seems like Marab is recognizing that uh, maybe he's not next for Sean O'Malley. Okay, interesting. Um, all right, you know when I come home from a long day and I'm like hungry and tired, my kids always say like, "Uh, your breath stinks. You need to eat something." So like that. So I've been putting the microphone because I feel like I haven't eaten anything since like when did we eat? We ate at like eight o'clock this morning, which was three. We haven't eaten anything for a very long time, right? Yeah, long time. Busy day. Busy oh day, my man. gosh! I'm running all. I I got my step counter on. Yeah, what do you got? Let's see. You actually have a step counter? Wow! Since uh, since I left my house yesterday, mm-hmm. eighteen thousand steps. Wow! And we've been moving. Uh, I just uh, texted someone very close to the situation and asked them if there's any word. And the answer I got regarding the Paulo Costa fight, and the answer I got was it's not happening, meaning his involvement on the card. Paulo Costa, yeah, not fighting on UFC 294. That's what it appears as though I am getting here in this text. So that is uh, that is devastating. Yeah, I'm devastated. Hurts. I'm devastated. I mean that that fight too. Now, who do they get to step in for for Hamza? Uh, there's talks. I don't know. DC says something big is in the works. So is that Usman? Strickland? No. Why would Strickland do that? <laughs> Money. Um, if we got, if we got, that would be crazy. Islam versus Volk too, which we're yeah. getting, and Hamza versus Usman is the card just as good, if not better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. That's, that's a quality it's card. It's pretty great, but I really love that fight. I was told to check his Twitter, but uh, I don't see anything on his Twitter. So, uh, anyway, last thing I saw him say was, UFC pay for surgery, you idiot. Do you think they didn't know about this? Fuck genius. Um, all right, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, let's hit the randomizer. I'm going to go ahead and just hop in here. Not standing out. I got the randomizer on mobile this week, guys. Wow, we Sick. almost just had a disaster. Oh, my God. You almost knocked it down? No, no, no. I almost just stepped on the microphone cord and just walked right out with uh... it. Uh, all right. Randomizer on mobile. Uh, let me hit that one more time. Sorry about that, Frank. There we go. Uh, looks like Frank actually will be first. Rick, second. I will go third. Uh Chris Gutierrez, the pick of one uh, Juliana Pena. What a pick. Nice. That's a great pick. So, Frank, you'll be going. Uh, you'll be leading us off here. Sure. So, I'm going to stick with the UFC card. And I'm going to go with Jennifer Maya and Viviani Arujo over two and a half. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> you really seem like you love it 
Sorry, oh, we're, 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 we're uh, working on some the, framing. By the, way, the three shot is brutal, <laughs> Alex. I mean, come. I mean, I'm just chilling, drinking my water. In the three shot. <laughs> I'm looking down. I'm looking down at the. By the way, it's actually impressive that there is a three shot. Yeah. How did they split the picture like that? They must have done two of uh, two of this shot. And it's like we're not even in up. the same room yet. We're actually in the same room. Yeah. I mean, you can jump in the box. Okay, there. go ahead. Obviously, that's we're watching the stream. Again. I know. I know. I know, I know. I know. I know. Uh, that brings us to Rick. Keeping it simple, I'll take one Terrence McKinney uh, for this parlay. Why are you laughing? I'm thinking back on Rick Sneeze. <laughs> that was just so he, just he looks so unpleased by this. That was just so I have ridiculous. no idea. I, I, I very well may have sneezed, but I, was not, I wasn't even aware I was live. But I mean, again, it speaks to the Who, Whoever sneezed, like, it was Frank, a Frank and full... Joe. Okay, it just, it sounded like it came from it the was, Zoom. It was a say. full body was, sneeze straight into the mic. Yeah, that if it was a loud sneeze, that was probably me because I have a very like strong um, aggressive sneeze. But yeah, I mean, just it, it's been a it's it's been a clown car with uh, Frank and Joe driving it today in terms of whoa, uh, whoa, making whoa, sure whoa. Hey, you have wow. set precedence. Wow. You mute wow. yourself. <laughs> and then one time you decide not to mute yourself, and it's Joe and I's fault. Yeah, I completely agree with Frank. Thank you. Yeah, Jim. that's not cool. That's not cool. Let's All right, who's little, next? A little CJ on the on the show there. Uh, that'll bring us to me. Fourth and final. Head to my favorite spot, the alternate total rounds. Edgar Shires, Daniel Lacerda, the rematch. Under two and a half, minus 450. And that brings the parlay. Plus money. Plus 190. Ashley Yoder. Oh, you know what? No, it doesn't. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> you're on top of these. You're on top of these here, Frankie. Yeah, no, we're still plus money. Looks like it's going to be another uh, win for plus, us. Yeah, plus 178. Chris Gutierrez minus 380. Terrence McKinney minus 500. Shires Lacerda under two and a half minus 450. Maya Arujo minus 500. Plus 178. Okay. Another dub coming. Keep the train rolling. Big dubs. What about for you? I'm feeling good about it. So, uh, yeah, I'm actually going to do my picks uh, because of the busyness of today. First time in a long time, no graphics. Wow. Jedi is going to be pissed. Yeah, no, I mean, he doesn't get much play on those anyway, so like I'm actually yeah. kind of doing him a favor here. Uh, and I'm reading off the phone for my notes, and, and the notes are short, but I will give my... So you can't uh, go to a full screen of anything. Can you yeah, pop your so collar while you do this? No, 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 no. The, the zip-up is already going far enough. I can't I can't pop, pop the collar. So I'll just give my three favorite plays. One actually comes off of the man that just joined us, uh, and then I will bounce to Rick for his favorite play of the week because it is, uh, it's a very juicy one. It's very interesting. Uh, I'll start in the UFC, though. I took Chris Gutierrez uh, as... Juliana Pena did a little bit earlier in the week. That line is uh, getting big time juiced. I mean, it is absolutely flying down. But uh, yeah, I think the leg kicks are going to pay dividends. I think he's got a lot of advantages in the matchup, uh, the speed, and also him getting a full camp and Alatang being on short notice. Uh, another one that I believe is still at plus money on a couple books. Michelle Pereira taking on Andre Petrosky. I'm going to take the over two and a half in that one. Pereira seven straight over two and a half despite how crazy his fights can be. Uh, and then combined between the two in their UFC careers, 11 of 13 over the two and a half, and you're getting it at 
close to plus money, if not plus money. I just the stats, the line should not be what that is. Uh, and then I will go to Manchester to influencer boxing. Wait, there's odds. Oh yeah, there's odds. Wow. Yeah, on a, on a couple books out there, there are odds, and I'm assuming DraftKings will add throughout the week. But I am actually going to take the main event, KSI Tommy Fury. I didn't know there were odds. Legit. Oh yeah. Like to, we haven't talked about this. I think weren't we waiting on something? Like weren't we waiting on Dylan Dennis or something? Uh, the odds are out for that. Oh, so Dennis plus three fifty. Didn't? I guess I don't understand. I believe I thought... Rick was waiting for it to come to a certain book, oh. uh, DraftKings sports book. That is okay. All right. Um, but I will be taking the book, the book of love main event. KSI Tommy Fury. I'm going to take it to go to a decision. Kind of, uh, kind of scared after that interview there. Um, but I mean, if you look at it, Tommy Fury has been to four straight decisions. KSI. I do think Tommy Fury has him covered. I think he likely gets the dub. Uh, but I six rounds. I, I don't think, uh, I don't think Tommy's going to finish him. I think this one goes to a decision. Uh, that is also, a plus money play. Um, and then I do have a, a parlay that I feel very confident in from the uh, UFC realm. Hopefully can get a parlay in for the Misfits card. Aruja Maya over one and a half. Shira Lacerda under two and a half. McKinney Morote under two and a half as well. A little uh, violence and uh, pacifist parlay there. Uh, and then over to Rick. I know you feel very strongly about a play this weekend. I honestly have no idea what you're talking about. What are we Seriously? talking about? I'm I'm serious. What is the what are what are you talking about? This is I mean, this is absolutely ludicrous. I mean, we spent half the day on Monday talking about how you're going to bet on Dylan Dennis. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, look. Okay, sorry. I, I mean, was confused do, do we by not, the. Do we not sit at lunch and he's just mean, like, if I bet, I'm going to go heavy because I feel really strongly yeah. about plays. Yeah, yeah I don't did bet go off often, really but, no, 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 but no, no, when no. I do, you're, you're, it's, it's, uh, it's 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 uh, it's you're a mis- heavy play. You're, you're, you're misunderstanding and mischaracterizing. I don't feel strong about it. Nobody should feel strong betting on Dylan Dennis. What I feel I say was strong bet. about is the is the value. The value is there on Dylan Dennis. I'm going to bet on Dylan Dennis, no doubt. I uh, I don't know if the line is out. I was looking at FanDuel. What's that? Why would you look on FanDuel Sportsbook uh, DraftKings dot com is the uh, is the way to go. Uh, man, I thought we were going to get a sales pitch here. I mean, you talk Joe into it. Joe's doing it. You're starting to talk me I'm into do- it. Oh, I'm doing it. I guess not now. I wasn't. I, mean, I was expecting. I wasn't on the same page. Yeah. yeah I guess no, not. no, I wasn't on the same page. I wasn't I thought, on the same I page. I thought when I was teeing of... that up, it was gonna. You were gonna Speaking make, yeah, of not being on the same page. No. Uh, Listen, I never week. bet. I never bet. You can't. Bet uh, you can't feel strong about betting on Dylan Dennis, but man, too much value to uh, to deny here. Like. I just can't. There's, there's no world where Logan Paul should be that big a favorite against Dylan Dennis. So, uh, and yeah, and Dylan Dennis shouldn't be this big an underdog. Like he is, regardless of what the last few years have looked like, he's a fighter. He is a legit fighter. And Logan Paul is a WWE star who boxes occasionally. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm on Dylan Dennis. I just, I was confused by the. This is not an endorsement of Dylan Dennis. It's, uh, it's just a. a a a play that is devoid of emotion. I would, okay. uh, I, and I don't, I don't feel, uh, I don't feel particularly compelled. Uh, but I see the value, and Dylan Dennis has the value, uh, in my opinion. Like, I feel like this yeah. is you getting back at me for Sneezegate. I feel like you're, you're, you know, <laughs> giving me. I honestly, I, 
the sneeze I didn't know happened, and this one I just wasn't sure uh, what you were talking about. But yeah, no. Uh, uh, now I'm um, understanding, but it was just me di- being disconnected from the idea of like I don't love Dylan Dennis here. Like, it, th- there's definitely some part of me that's like, oh boy, I'm betting on the guy that everybody's been talking shit about for the last uh, two and a half to three years. Um, can I rely on him? But if I'm looking at this objectively, between the two of them, like. One dude's a fighter and one dude is not. And um, there's some there's some real value on Dennis, I think. Could it, could I be proven wrong? Could you know what the and and I said this on Monday. The part yes. that scares me is the six rounds. Uh I hate the six rounds part of it. Um, because I could just see something wonky happening if Dylan looks bad in the first two rounds, all of a sudden you're in a hole and it really gets dicey. You have to either get the knockout or win the rest of the fight, which is tough. Um, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to bet on Dennis. I am going to bet on Dennis. No doubt about it. That was a long answer to, I'm going to bet on Dennis. I just want to say that was a very long answer, but I appreciate, you know, well, I mean, I, I I think I, I got teed up for like, I need, I needed to give it. Um, so I'm, yeah. I'm trying to, I teed him up, I teed him up, but I, I, you know, I thought he felt strong. Uh, let me we say two things. About it, you know? Uh, there's a tweet out there that's getting a ton of views saying that I'm reporting that Hamza is fighting Kamar Usman. I did not report that. So that is not true. Um, <laughs> I mean, this thing, look how many views it has. <laughs> oh my God. It has 3,500 likes. Is it, do you, do you think this five, is because five seconds ago we got, I'm not, we got what? Go ahead, Rick. We got we got some emojis from Kamar Usman, so the timing is uh, yeah, but is interesting. Uh, I mean, one. listen, if it's right, then I'm going to take credit. If it's wrong, I'm not. But I did not actually <laughs> say that. Uh, is there any chance that this is because immediately after you said that was off, I was like, oh, what if we got Usman? I mean, yes, from this account that I've never heard of. How many likes? Sure, yeah, it's a lot of likes. Uh, Paulo Costa also tweeting. I go resume. I got staph bacteria inside my elbow. Doctors are pulling me out of the fight. And I'm also being told that 24 hours after our interview on Monday, he went back to the doctor and his elbow is infected. And he posted something with a gruesome photo and then he deleted it for some reason. But the fight isn't happening. And if DC is on point and he's saying something crazy is going on, one would think it's not Marvin Vittori or Roman Delice or even Jared Cannonier, who I said isn't going to be fighting an Usman-like name would be quote-unquote crazy, um, but I have not been able to confirm that. We've been sitting here for the past four hours, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens as the world turns. By Monday, we should have some sort of clarity on this, so stay tuned, my friends. We're out of time. I am tired. Are you tired? Yes, we're very, very uh, tired. I can't believe we pulled this off. This has been tremendous. Uh, shout out to GC. GC really made this happen. Shout well out to done. New York, though. Shout out to everyone in New York, especially Frank for coming in at three thirty. I mean, the sacrifice. If that hadn't happened, this wouldn't be yeah. happening right now. Uh, Clearly, and then, of course the the entire team, uh, New York Rick, of course, and uh, Corporate Alex and Joe making this happen. It's a big deal. I never, you know, I always used to be so tied to the studio. There was one time, by the way, uh, I was at UFC two thirteen in Las Vegas. Amanda Nunes versus. It was Amanda Nunes against Raquel Pennington, was it? It, it fell through. No, Shevchenko. It fell through. And then uh, the main event ended up being Robert Whitaker versus Yoram Merrill for the interim title. And I was in Vegas on a Saturday night. I flew home on a Sunday. 
to do the show in studio on Monday because there was no other way to do the show back then elsewhere 2017. Only after the show to fly back to LA to do the first leg of the Mayweather-McGregor press conference, which I then ended up finding out that I was getting pulled from an hour before the press conference. In any event, to think that we can now do these shows from Manchester, from Montreal, from California, um, from Dallas uh, is huge. And we're going to be doing more of these in the future. Uh, I want, when you think of big events, whether it's MMA, boxing, pro wrestling, crossover boxing, Premier League football, you think of this program, all right? You think of this program. Um, so shout out to everyone. And thanks for the support. And thanks to everyone who tuned in today. This was a lot of fun. Now we're going to get some uh, curry. Are we getting curry? Yeah, Are you a big curry down. guy? I love curry, yeah. Frank, you in? Ruby? I don't know is that, that a place? That's a cockney for curry. Oh. Get a ruby. I, I have to you say, guys have been there Nando's? for 12 hours. And... Oh, I'm down for Nando's. I haven't been to Nando's. Tesco meal deal? I mean, something quick. Tesco, shout out to uh, I just wish, because it's literally me and you sitting in like a disgustingly dirty hotel yes. room. Like there is. They, these people probably looked around. I mean, we had like Mams here. I don't know how much <laughs> that guy is worth now. And he's probably looking uh, like, what am I knives doing? knives on the table, half drinking like lemonade, cocktails, yeah. emergency, a bunch of trash wrappers. We've got some flags here that we bought that are taped up. I mean, shout out. Shout out. Yeah, this uh, is the queen uh, bobblehead. This is the scene. The queen bobblehead. May she rest in peace. We, uh, when we went, to, the, we went to a Manchester souvenir store and uh, they told us it was not weird to, to yeah i actually it. said is it weird yeah. to have the queen they're like no everyone loves the queen i'm like all right uh double decker bus they're probably just trying to think yes quick he was trying to sell me on a flag of the queen and then i put my i put my seen a lot of black cabs a lot uh, of black cabs um anyway peace and love my friends time to go i'll be a part of the press conference tomorrow i have no idea what that is going to look like i'll be a part of the weigh-ins and i'll be a part of the broadcast as well and then god willing we'll be back in studio, back home, safe and sound on Monday to talk about this craziness. Uh, may have a fun in-studio guest for Monday. Stay tuned for that. For now, though, we're out of time. You know what, you know what our new song should be? The, that song from Kill Bill. I love that. I've been listening to that song ever since Monday. You oh, shot yeah? me down, bang, bang. I think it's called Bang. Kill Bill. down, bang, bang. Uh, great intro, by the way. Did you guys like that song? Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize you were going to freestyle like that. I, Had you seen that before, or did you literally just freestyle that off the dome? No, but we do have breaking news, Frank. Hit the music. Dana White has just announced. He thought we were done. He thought we were done. I was right, as first reported by Ariel Hawani. <laughs> Hamza Chemaev will fight Kamar Usman in the 294 co main event. Wow. He thought we were done. And now our show is comprehensive because I was going to say, oh, he announced it two minutes just to screw with us. Thank you, Dana. As I hope he said as first reported, right? As first reported by Hawani in this show. <laughs> I mean, that's what someone <laughs> yes. said. Someone is saying that. Thank you, MMA Time, for giving us the credit where it's due. Uh, Hamza Chamai versus Kamara Usman. Wow. I, I presume at 185 pounds. I would strongly. Uh, uh, and this is an opportunity. Way. If Kamaru Usman wins this fight, are we looking at a situation where Kamaru Usman is fighting Sean Strickland for the middleweight title <laughs> at some point in 2024? Is this not the craziest sport on the planet? Is this not the craziest sport on the planet? It. 
I love the fact that the tweet under it is Strickland <laughs> from Chelsea yeah, 59 minutes ago. God bless. Craziest sport on the planet. Craziest job on the planet. We are blessed to do this job. We are thankful for all of you. We are grateful for all of you. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Back on Monday, same time, different place. Until then, we say peace. Uh, I do want to let you know that today's program is brought to you by our good friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. UFC 300 is here. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, is giving new customers a shot to turn five buccarinos into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any UFC 300 bet. So uh, there's a lot of close fights. Jamal Hill, Alex Pereira is a close one. Um, one that is of interest to me, Kayla Harrison, Holly Holm going the distance. Um, obviously, Zhang Wei Li is a big favorite. The biggest favorite on the card is actually Bo Nickel against Cody Brundage. That may not be a surprise to you. Uh, so there's a lot of interesting things on this card. And the place to be for it all is DraftKings Sportsbook. So go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code Hour. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code DMAR. The crown is yours. Gambling prong call 100Gambler or in West Virginia, visit www.100gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resorts in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. CDKNG.com slash MMA. Dot com, yes. Uh, for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.